One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh my god, man. A year older. Uh, a year wiser? No. <laughs> I was looking at the uh, iTunes feed. November of 2015 was our last episode. Holy crap. We've. Uh, is it fair to say that we've been shunned into uh, recluse status due to our opinion of Spectre? <laughs> It could be. I think that's not a bad place to start because we, when last we left you, we were we were high atop Spectre Mountain. Oh, uh, we had scaled it, and the view was to kill for. That's right, and uh, unfortunately, it hasn't fared as well. No, in the past year for me. How do you like this bedding music, everyone? Oh, yeah. here we are. We're also here with a real special person today. The most special person. Is that me? Are you guys going to talk about me? <laughs> That's right. Could you leave the room, please? <laughs> oh, sure. This is great. Uh, welcome we'll welcome to, to our podcast, Mr. Andrew Secunda. Thank you guys so much. It's so good to be here. Andy, we uh, we all got together on the uh, Sidekick program on online, which is a talk show sort of thing that I don't host. And Matt was our host. Andrew was our guest. But it's your show. It's and my it's show. It's on the Alpha. It's on, on. If you go to ProjectAlpha.com, you can watch that. If you're a big fan of James Bonding, and you're like, man, I want to see Matt and Matt in suits talking about James Bond for a bit, you can check it out. ProjectAlpha.com. Because you can't get it on podcast for the last. That's year. right. That's yes. right. Uh, and I Andrew was our guest, and we're like, this chemistry is oh. too much to keep on video. <laughs> That's right. Let's put it in audio form. No, seriously, put these three guys on audio. <laughs> we don't want to look at them. We all wore suits, and we all looked fantastic. <laughs> we look fantastic. I mean, comparative yeah. to That's now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now we look terrible, but yep. you don't have to see it. I haven't shaved in six days. Uh, um, I'm just wearing sick. a robe of human skin. Yeah, but it's nice. Thanks. It's a nice leather. Thank you. Tailored. It's flattering. <laughs> uh, Andrew... We uh, like to ask all of our guests about James Bond when they come on. If it's their first time, we like to say, "Hey, yeah, when did when did Jimbo first bust into your life?" Um, Spy Who Loved Me. Is that when the you saw in theaters? Wow, yeah. And, wow. Uh, and it's funny. I hadn't thought about this. The uh, I guess the very first uh, mind blowing that experience I had, and I hope I'm not wrong on this, is he goes off the mountain. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, and the parachute pops yeah. out. Oh, and it's the, oh, it's the Union Jack. That must have blown your mind. 
I was a child, and yeah, and I was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And if the ladies are listening, he was negative three years old. That's right. That's right. My my father described that moment to me. Well, why wouldn't that blow your mind? It's a man going off of a cliff yeah. and then opening it up to the Union Jack. I mean, that it's was incredible. As I believe they say in the commentary, not the commentary, but the documentary that comes on the Blu-ray, uh, standing ovation at the at the the premiere screening of that. So wonderful. I think yeah. now is a good time to actually just phase this out. We'll, we're going to get back to the music shortly. From Russia. Oh, you don't even get it. That's a little teaser. Speaking of music, that's why we're here today. We're going to rank the James Bond songs from 24th to 1st. Yep. And Andrew's going to come along on the ride with us. He was like, hey guys, I'll do the podcast. Thanks for asking. Really, it was more like, hey, I'm here while you're both talking to each other through me. Right. <laughs> I, I, ins- I inserted myself in between the text conversation. No, text it was great. Argument. It was, it was a little bit of a text argument. Well, we had, uh, Matt and I, when we, did the, when we did the sidekick program, I was like, we should just get one under the belt. And then on my calendar, I put in James Bonding so on, on this date. And then I hadn't talked to you until yesterday. I was like, hey, that's still in the calendar. Same here. We did it. Andrew, yeah. you really facilitated this, and yeah. the listeners have you to thank. You're Thanks, like Jimmy guys. Carter in the Middle East Peace Accords. <laughs> I've always thought of myself that way. That's how I think of you most days. <laughs> A bumbling peanut farmer. <laughs> well, you know what, folks? You're welcome. <laughs> so, Andy, after you see The Spy Who Loved Me, is, is, does that set the spark of, like, I need to find out more about this uh, handsome British man, or what? Um... Uh, well, I, I did uh, dig in a little bit, but I think it yeah. wasn't really until a friend uh, at a later date uh, had had who was also uh, obsessive mm-hmm. had uh, lent me all of the the VHS tapes. What uh, what theater did you see that in? Oh, Andy grew up in Manhattan, oh, so I like to always ask him oh, yeah. these kinds of questions. It was the uh, Upper East Side. There's one in the '70s, and the name escapes Why me. Why would you go all the way up there? Uh, I was with my parents. I feel like they should have just kept Not you local. Not my parents. My, I was with I was with a friend, JG mm-hmm. Robilotti. Hey, JG! Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring him out. We got JG Robilotti. He's dressed as a Christmas tree. This is a very confused concept for a podcast. <laughs> this is your life in James Bond. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, his mom, Janet Robilotti. Oh. Uh, she would always yes. lean lean over and tell us what was going on. Oh, really? Yeah. She would. Did explain you need the plot. to know what was going on? I think we were. We were yeah. young because enough that we were confused. That, that a lot of those plots aren't well, entirely clear. No, but I, you don't really need to follow. I still the plot couldn't James tell Bond. you what Quantum of Solace is about. Sure, I could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. Yeah, Throw sure. down. Ooh. Sure. Sure. Wow. That's another podcast. It's about water. It's about water. <laughs> Explain the quantum and Paul of solace podcast. Uh, that, would, that would be a very off to listen to podcast. Do, do we have a question, Matt Gorley? Yeah, James Bonding partner in crime. Do we have any sort of James Bonding production news or anything like that That's we should discuss? Wondering. Well, there. You know, since last we left you, yeah. it's still. In question as to I would, whether Daniel Craig yeah. is coming back. Literally, I think literally really? nothing has changed. He's been offered what, like 113, 125, yeah, so 125 million dollars to do two more pictures, yeah. which he has not signed on for yet. And but he's were, also not said no. Right. 
and they were courting Tom Hiddleston, apparently. But that seems to have fizzled a little bit. That fizzled very much. I think that I was like sort Tom of Hiddleston a in come hither. Nothing, nothing personal, Tommy. Yeah. No, I could. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I know. It's, I see that. It's probably breaking the formula. How do you guys stand on the Idris Elba idea? Because I am such an Idris Elba booster. I am too. I'm a hundred percent in on him being Bond. In fact. It's a good time now to go check out the art of Ibrahim Mustafa, who was nice enough yes. to send us these amazing prints he's doing Ugh. for each of the films. But he also sent us. If you shirt. want to see them, go to ProjectAlpha.com. Yeah. We show them on the on That's the right. show. This shirt he sent was a picture of Idris Elba, and it says "Diversify Your Bonds." But with the three O's or the two O's, he's done a 007 like a Casino Royale title. It's a great shirt. That's great. And nice. he's Idris Elba holding a you know Walter P. Walter. K. with a silence. I myself that. Yeah. That's oh good. man, I would be. I think he'd be my top choice right now. I can't think of anyone that would be better that's been. I mean, I think it's like him or Mick Jagger, you know? Oh, well, yeah. All right. (laughs) Uh, Never mind. I'm in. It's like that's sort of where I land on (laughs) that. Think about him like a long, lean, elderly. Free Jack. Free Jack. (laughs) I'm going to go Noel Gallagher from Oasis. Oh, I like that too. Off the beaten path. I would like them to do a song, though. I would take that. Oh, sure. I yeah. would. That's I would uh, yeah. it's inherently. The people that have not done James Bond songs. Yeah, over time. and interesting those who have. Yeah, <laughs> right. True. You get to you get a sort of real glimpse of what a flash in the pan was on some of these That's true. songs. Like what was really timely at the time. It's good we're talking about this. Yeah. It's a I mean, I guess segue. we'll get to it. But the uh, the yeah, aha one. Yeah, of course, the, you know. of course. But I sorry. So yeah. I would love an Idris Elba. I think that'd be a fantastic move. I would 100%, before I even remotely had a twinge of caring about the color of James Bond's skin, I would more care about if they like tried to put an American in there. That would like that would like yeah. blow my brain open. Even an American that could do an English accent. Yeah, wouldn't that care for still it. Still wouldn't feel exactly I wouldn't right. I wouldn't care for it. We were close many times. I know. I mean, James Brolin, Burt Reynolds. Oh, we dodged a lot Burt of bullets. Reynolds. We dodged a lot of bullets. Yeah. Not as many as James has done. Have you discussed on the podcast how Hugh Grant would have done? Because he was in the running at some point. I think he was in the casual running. Yeah, bumbling. Yeah, he would have definitely could could turn off the funny. He would have been more Roger. One hundred percent. Yeah, he would have not been Daniel Craig. He would have been Pierce Brosnan. Might be kind of fun at this point. (laughs) I like that your take of bumbling sounds more like what you would feel about him as an agent. Like he wouldn't get the job. You can't send that guy on a mission. Just look at him sputtering around. Can't even talk to Andy McDowell. Bond. James Bond. Quite right. I've got to go. Now I want to see this. I'm in. I would, uh, yeah. So that's where I stand. I say, as long as he's not American, as long yeah. as he's in the Empire, I'm okay. Right. I think that's the yeah. key. Because you've had an Englishman, a Scotsman, yeah. an Irishman, a Welshman, yeah. and Australian. Yeah. All of which have the Queen on the money. That's right. Two. Forgive me. Well, who is the Australian? Uh, Lazenby. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Honor Majesty's <laughs> Secret Service. <laughs> You really did it to us, Australia. <laughs> I mean, that's all. Is that all the British Isles? Am I forgetting something? Um, Including Australia. I guess Scotland. we could take a Canadian. Oh, somebody's phone. Somebody's phone. Canadian. Which phone? That would be the worst. That'd be worse than an American. I know. I'm really offending huge nations right now. What, what Canadian actor? An Australian would be super tough. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you are going to. I mean, I'd even. I'd have it be a British woman before I'd have it be an American man. Yeah. Here's a. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be unpopular. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. That's not unpopular. I think that's a. 
popular. That's very populous, yeah. I would but say. As as Bond? Yes. Yeah, I, you think I, I've Bond? heard that yeah. before. I think the only issue I'd have with that is he's kind of everywhere right now. Right. Yeah, he's, he's in, in too many places. Did anyone yeah. see... Uh, put Dr. your phone Strange. in airplane mode for a second, Andy. I think it's right. feeding back. Sorry, listeners. It's been a while. We're dusting off the oh. off the old Aston Martin here. Yeah. Um, Doctor, did you see Doctor Strange? No, I didn't. Me either. Did he have an American accent? Yes. That's weird. It is weird. Why would you do that? Hold it off. I think I find that uh, often when uh, a Brit pulls does an American accent, yeah, they lose. Uh, their comedic ability, because the, the rhythm is different. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And he oh, it off. that's he, interesting. He can do it in, in both wow. accents. Wow, oh, I'm gonna look out for that. That's very yeah. interesting. Let me ask you this, guys: How are you approaching your list of ranked songs? Are you doing it as what you think is objectively best? Well, in the here's world, how I did it, or what you subjectively think is better, like maybe, to your own tastes. Maybe we ask the guest first, okay. and then I'll tell you exactly how I made my list. Um, I started to, uh, I, I might be off base in mm -hmm. terms of the audience, the general audience perspective, sure. because uh, I really did, I started to go, well, this one deserves, and this one go, and then there are certain songs that because of when they came out and my yeah. emotional reaction yeah. to you know, yeah. the time I was going through or yeah. whatever, that I was just like, I don't need to hear that song anymore. <laughs> so it's very subjective. But do you have any of positive versions of that? Like, oh, this was a great time and this song is tied to that? Uh, yes. And I think I very, very heavily, it's very heavily laden with, uh, with uh, the taste for more of the badass kind of tone than the kind of uh, girly ballads. Sure. You know? Okay. Yeah. I sort of just went through, and again, I think this we should specify, this is a list of our favorites. We're ranking yeah. our favorites. Not yes. the best, not the worst, although right. I think you'll find that the bottom of our list is uh, rock solid. Right. So, <laughs> I really don't think you're going to have any trouble <laughs> agreeing with us on that. You might with mine, Matt. Okay. Okay. We'll All right. As long as you're throwing that out there bottom. now. Um, but, um, Three blind mice. <laughs> I like that. I like that like yeah. island yeah. version of three blind mice. Uh, three no, blind no, mice. No, but I sort of just started by looking at the list of songs in my, in my mind and writing. As soon as I was like, I love that song, I wrote it down. And then if I saw another song, I was like, I love that song, but I love it more. I put it yeah, above the other that's one. Good. And that's, that's sort of how the list... Go sort of how the list forms. And I think that's important to know that that's the way it should be for everyone. That uh, We're well aware that these songs like these movies, uh, there's a popular conception of what you have to like and what have to be the top yeah. few. And that's not how we're approaching this. So this isn't in a list to quibble with. It's a list to... Squabble with. Yeah. Jump <laughs> off with springboard off and make your own list and enjoy the time you have with your family this holiday season. That's a... That's a this is... Think of this episode of the james bonding podcast as our holiday gift That's to our right. listeners and the reason i'm saying that really is because i've got some real shit heaps up in my top 10 <laughs> that people are gonna have some issues with and i don't want your issues ready I to, just be want to be left alone to pretty to angry about it actually bondings. oh god i knew you'd do it i knew you'd no, do it it's not exactly true but there's no way to find out other than to dive in the way we're going to do this is Whenever a song gets mentioned for the third time, that's when we'll stop yeah. and discuss it. And the problem here is that we have a real wild card, and that's Andrew Secunda. That's right. We don't, <laughs> we don't know what he's doing. He's just wearing boxers right now. It's crazy. <laughs> he's got a tie tied around his head. And a lampshade. <laughs> that's the later. 
<laughs> Andy actually is just part of the live viral marketing for Office Christmas Party in theaters <laughs> December 16th. I'm going to see it. It's going to be out of control. I'm willing to bet our number 24 is all the same. This is a great, uh, this is great. So I think the best way to do this is we'll start with Andrew. And yeah. then we'll build. We'll build because I think. Here we go. We're gonna we're, start with it. We're Andrew. also gonna mention Never Say Never Again, Casino Royale, and a few others. Why don't we rank those mentions. separately? Okay, yeah. We'll that's do a good. ranking of the non-canon James Bond songs. Okay, Andrew, what's your worst <clears throat> James Bond theme song coming in at number twenty-four? Uh, Die Another Day, Madonna. Oh my um, God! And I have to. I have to actually. Hang on. Uh, we're not discussing until we're naming oh, okay, off. Okay, sorry. You're right. Yeah. Mine okay. is Die Another Day by Madonna. Well, Mr. Matt Gorley. Guys, I hate to do this, but mine's Die Another Day as well. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we know it's the worst song ever well made. Well done, Madonna. <laughs> and, and hey, she 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 got us to agree on something. It wasn't David Arnold? I feel like he would produce no, this track. No, it was track. some like, DJ guy. I can't remember. Who was it? Like... Like the Chemical Brothers. Or something. I'm just. Like I'm sorry. I'm lost in this. Yeah. In this. Oh, it's just so fucking... out of place. It, lyrically, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, just listen to it. It's so of the era. Yeah. Oh, I'm really turning it up for the listener. Let me tell you something controversial, though. Oh, go ahead. That movie, for me, is aging better because it's aging so badly that it's becoming really enjoyable to watch. I think this movie ultimately is going to be on the level of a Diamonds Are Forever or a Wow, Kill, so like, you're thinking watch. you're thinking the campiness of it is yeah. already Uh-huh. I enjoy watching this more than the two that came before it. I I can't. Really? I think when's I the last can't. time you've seen it? There's an aneurysm forming right behind my left eye because it's of what so you're saying right now. This movie that it's crazy. I actually start to enjoy it. It's a terrible I wanted to like it so much. This was the 20th Bond movie. It was a huge yeah. deal. And they really threw everything into it. Like, you guys they went, refresh my memory. Sure, Die of course. Die of the Day is Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah, his last one. His last movie. And now what's different about girl? this one. Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Halle Berry. and okay. uh, and uh, and what's her face? Frost. Oh, yeah. Miranda Frost. Uh, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. The girl yeah. from Gone Girl. Yeah. Why can I not remember her name? Emily Ratajkowski? No. <laughs> what is no. her name? Um, Boy, it's bothering oh me right God. now. And I can't Google it because my phone's in airplane mode. So is mine. Jesus. Oh. This is what podcasts are We're like. being the worst. But hang on. Hang on. Yeah. This is, listen to all three of us as you're screaming at your phones or cars. Oh, this is be super frustrating for an audience listener. Oh. Miranda <sighs> Frost. I'll look it up. He's going to look it up, guys. We're going to get an answer in a second. So to refresh your memory, Andy, yes. uh, he gets caught in North Korea. Is that the one where he goes off the side of the... No, that's later. Uh, he goes off the side of a lot of things. This one is a hovercraft running over minefields. Uh, and this is also the movie of Glacial... Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. She's in that? Wow. She's the Bond girl. Well, she's, she's the other Bond girl, aside from Jinx. Um... He gets captured in North Korea, disavowed by the government, yeah. and then there's a prisoner exchange with North Korea. They're going to give uh, away uh, Colonel Moon, right? Is it Moon Jeez, or is it know. the I'm other one? I've already fallen asleep, and it's not your retelling. Uh, it's the story. In order to get, and they get Bond back in an exchange, and then Bond gets 
Bond is tortured by North Korea, and then they're trying to find out if Bond gave up any names or anything, uh, and then Bond goes rogue. But this song... I mean, by the way, as I'm telling the story, this could have been a way better movie. Yeah, it starts strong. It's an intriguing premise. Yeah. But this song is just... Well, I think any song where the music stops and the vocalist says, Sigmund Freud, <laughs> probably not yeah. up to a strong start. Oh, and just the production style. Analyze this. Yeah. Analyze this. It, it makes no to, sense. Uh, Paid by Billy Crystal uh, to put that in the song. <laughs> it feels like it was taken from someone's collection going like, I think I could retrofit a Bond song to this. <laughs> Even Analyze this. It sounds nothing like Analyze a Bond that. song. I have to make an admission that yeah. uh, back in the day, I was I was a really big Madonna fan. Like the 80s day, the heyday? Yeah. Or, yeah, well, yeah. How, but what do you mean by how many times have you seen her live? Um, um, definitely once. I don't sure. remember if it went to twice. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, definitely way too late. But you were you like, checked out. No, you and, were, wait, well, until like, like even There's the rodeo no phase? No. No, I, I'm saying, who's that girl? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Nice. Um, so you yeah, I, lo- did I you, loved her. I thought she was the best. You supported her through Dick Tracy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I enjoyed Dick Tracy, yeah. I thought there were some good songs on that. And, well, she's uh, got some good stuff. I love Like a Prayer. I think that's a perfect song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, super talented. Yeah. Right. Madonna, by the way, if you're song. listening. That was later, like so that was prayer. good. That could have been a bomb. I just have to say to Madonna, if you're listening, we have nothing against you. No. You just this... made a terrible James Bond song. I wonder how much she had input wise on that song. It, does it seems like, like a lot because they gave her a they Madonna, gave her a they mom. gave her a chunky cameo. Really? Yeah, that's true. Verity. She just decided Verity. she had a name. Gonna... Yeah. Well, it's no surprise that's our twenty fourth song. That that pleases me to no end that we yeah. are all not lunatics. I think that's I where most like of the world would come together. I feel like it's it's something that could you be know what we should tell ISIS in a club <laughs> and everyone would leave the dance yeah. floor. Trump and Clinton supporters yeah. alike. Guys, liberals and alt rights and white supremacists do. and uh, loony lefties <laughs> all can agree on one thing. Yeah. Die another day is terrible. <laughs> all right. This is interesting. This now, now I feel like our lists are gonna yeah. go crazy, yeah. splintered. Yeah, uh, Andrew Secunda, if you could, what is your number twenty-three James Bond song? All right, I'll say, but I'm uncomfortable going first all the time. <laughs> okay, I'll go. <laughs> but, we'll, so we'll switch it. We'll up. We'll switch it up. Uh, Living daylights. Aha. Uh-huh. 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 Well, we can't talk about it till the third uh-huh. one's mentioned, uh-huh. and at that time, you can then say why it's so low. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So low. I don't know why you really that's so low. It's going yeah. crazy. Uh, <laughs> already me, on me, folks. It's uh, Writings on the Wall by Sam Harris from Spectre. That song is mm. not aged well in mm. just a year for me. Sam Smith. Yeah. Not What'd Sam Harris. Who's Sam, Sam Harris? Harris? Oh, the, no- <laughs> <laughs> the political novelist. Oh, sure. Now, that sure. I'm into. Sure. That I'm into. Oh. Do you hear who's tap for the oh, next one? It's Brad that. Meltzer is going to do the next <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun poll of uh, people who write historical fiction. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, mine is, you know my name. And I'm sorry I did that because I know it's on your favorite movie. Yeah. So and your favorite movie too, right? Uh, my favorite movie that isn't from Russia with Love. Okay. Yeah. All right. well, interesting, we'll interesting. All We're going to have to get to those in a minute here. Yeah. Number 22. 22, I'll go. Uh, my number 22 is... Uh, from License to Kill. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. License yep. to Kill. Okay. Andrew? 
Uh, mine is uh, never say never again. Well, you can't. All right, oh, that you got to go up, bump up. We're going up to your next level because you put in the non-canonical "Never Say Never Again," which is oh, okay. Not, which is okay. That is why we're going to do it separately. I was looking yeah. at my list. Yeah. And now I realize. Okay. I'm sorry, Matt just yelled at you. Nope, Andy. No. Problem. no. Down. So, okay, so then I remove Down. that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I bump up to the next one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then you'll be interested to know that it is also licensed to kill. <laughs> Well, guys, I'm not far behind, but I'm okay. not there yet. I'm okay. not willing to go that far yet. Uh-huh. Mine is Tomorrow Never Dies. You have no idea how far off you are here. Save it for the discussion. <laughs> yeah, interesting. You you enrage me with this pick of yours. He's a crow hater. Oh, God. So this is now, here's how this is now, this is now going to get confusing. Uh, I Do think you, as far as the lists are. Make little barks? Uh, I think we'll remember. We'll remember once we've yeah, hit all three. Good. Okay, so then my next one. Uh, a Number 21. Is The Writings on the Wall, Spectre. Okay, so that's two for. Yeah, I will keep. Yeah, tabs. Spectre has now been mentioned two times. Okay. This is. Go ahead, Andrew. 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 What is it? Some notes. I'm at least feeling better about this part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is also Writings on the Wall. <gasps> That's well, three times. <laughs> this is like the Beetlejuice of podcasts. <laughs> oh, no. Sam Smith's appeared. <laughs> Buddy, you wrote a terrible James Bond song you got an Oscar for, and you ripped off Tom Petty. Isn't what a career. It's, it's the second worst Bond song collectively for us, and it's the only... Oh, he won an Oscar? Did Skyfall win? He won an Oscar. Skyfall won an Oscar. So it's the second Oscar win. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about this. I wanted to like this. I thought he was a great choice. It just feels a little bit. I was like, like this is a lovely something. inspired choice by you, Miss Broccoli. Love I know of I my read life. That he said that they basically wrote it in twenty minutes and On kind a of wall. recorded it. <laughs> Are you playing the snippets? Oh, I will. Oh, he'll snip it. Yeah. But Although I'm not sure if Matt's phone is allowed to play this song because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel. There's something missing. Bond okay, style so there. I'm already hearing. I'm hearing this. This is very like you only live twice. Very string very, section. Yeah, yeah. So this is. I'm right. into this. I was like on board. Well, this is the thing. Whenever it starts with the classic Bond feel, then yeah. I'm always like, all right. Yeah, you've done it. And then he starts singing in a falsetto. And I really don't know what he's telling me in this. Song. <laughs> also, it feels like it needs a. a there's something about. The second line that feels like it needs to modulate or change, but it's just to kind yeah. of repeat. That's why it feels like a first pass on a song. I think mm. this song could be strong if you spend a little more time with it. And not to say that I could outdo Sam Smith, but it just no, feels I think like you're he saying needed that. to do another pass. I think you guys should throw down All right, well, on the quads after is, school. This is a problematic statement on yeah. my part. I feel like you break down with James Bond uh, songs into the the hard ones... The hard sort of guitar hard ones. Yeah. yeah. And the sort of girly ballads. Yeah. And I don't want to hear a guy singing the girly ballads. Mm. Yeah. So are there any other... Is that is that a problematic statement? I'm trying yeah. to think if there's there's some like crooning this ones. This is like, like listen Russia to this like swell. I mean, this is like, you should be like, oh my God, this is great. But this also feels like a pre-chorus. But this is actually the chorus. I and know. And it goes past this. Because it, then it goes back down with this. It doesn't really... I'll tell you why. Yeah, I don't care for the song. Just to reconsider my own statement. Yeah. Um, it's because if it's the girl singing, it's usually the girl singing to James Bond. This is in James Bond's voice. Right. 
as many of them are, but those are usually the upbeat ones. Yeah. Right. Presumably, this is James Bond. I mean, Sam Smith's also gay, so it could be that he's singing to James Bond in a which way. Which I don't have is, a problem with, except yeah. it hasn't been established in uh, the James Bond character. So it's just a, it's a yeah. canon issue, yeah. really. I think yeah. he's into whatever. Maybe this is Silva. <laughs> so? I do. This is oh. Silva ex- singing to yeah. Bond. He yeah. would definitely do whatever he had to do to get the yeah. mission done. Yeah, I'm sure he's blowing a guy. I really wanted to like this song. Really, really did. I think there's a whole other podcast episode, what? frankly. Has James Bond ever blown a guy? Not in the Fleming novels, that's for sure. He was of his time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this song should be better than it is. And listening to it now, I'm just like, it 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 sounds like like a James Bond song. It feels like it's from a musical to me. Like a Les Mis or something. Yes, like like he's standing on the hilltop set. Waving a flag. And he's... Yeah. Someone's dead at his feet. You know what he's doing? He's waving two flares to an overpassing rescue helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. I love this now. Now I like the song that we've written this musical for. Too late. Too late. All right, Sam Smith. You had a a lovely. We should at least talk to it as long as the song lasts. Well, we got a lot to get through. I mean, it's really. You know, it's it's grown on me. Oh, wait, no. That wasn't what's supposed to happen. Uh-oh. So there we go. We have agreed on Spectre. Uh, we all said that. So now I'm having a hard time tracking what number I'm on. Well, we're still on 21 because I haven't said my 21 yet. Okay. And that's Goldeneye. I just... Wow. I, I love Tina Turner. Goldeneye. But I think the production is, is weak and it ruins it for me. Like, it's kind of too synthy. Wait, are you going into it? Do we no, no, no. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah he is going into it. I apologize. Hang on. I just have to do, check Can you one thing. What a jerk one, I two, must three. Have been just then? Oh, my God. You should kick me out of my own home right now. <laughs> I'll happily take this home. His home, by the way, is very reminiscent of where Bond would live after he retired. Had become <laughs> slightly sad, but was still awesome. That can't. It was probably not on purpose, but couldn't have been an accident. Either. Oh, you have yeah. a leather door. It was on purpose. <laughs> well, that part was, for sure. <laughs> All right, we're on to number 20. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Number it's 20. Got of hounds on the wall. I'll go first on number 20. Okay. Moonraker. Hmm. For me, it's the world is not enough. No, I'm sorry, sorry. License to kill. License to Kill has oh. now been mentioned two times. That's perfect timing. Um, this is going to be, I think, probably super controversial. All-time high. Octopussy. Well, let me tell you what. It's okay. not going to be controversial on Matt Myra's end. Okay. It's going to be controversial it's on It's going to be controversial on the Matt Gorley side of things. Let's get ahead of ourselves. We've all named License to Kill now. It's time to talk about it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> to me... This okay. So is... now I'm here. I'm I hear I hear the James Bondiness of this. But I also hear heavy '90s R&B. That's the problem. Yeah. But more than that, to me, this song sounds like a parody of a James Bond yeah, song. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's kind of like this. Sounds like what the people who are auditioning for American Idol would listen to before they went out and <laughs> did their rehearsed performance. Right. Right. They're like, okay, I have to hit that many notes before I... Okay. Hey, this is a stupid question, but it's been so long since we've done an episode, and yeah. we've been doing this podcast for so long. Yeah. Have we already done or ranked the, the theme song? No, we've only episode? done top five. It would be... Okay. We've only you done... Did we, we did five. No, we did top five. We did an episode top five that were top oh, five okay. of everything. different things. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, everything. All right. This is the music special. Familiar. <laughs> this is the music special. We've never ranked all 24. All right. 
The audience would be enraged. No, they'd, they'd listen. <laughs> so we got Gladys Knight here. And It'd be interesting to compare if you, if you guys... I know. Oh, I'm changed. sure mine have changed. Uh, they change daily. I don't know. It'd be interesting. You can find that episode. That was from L.A. Podfest with uh, Nick Weiger and Larry Miller. That was the oh, episode where we did those rankings. Star-studded. Wow, God. What a memory on this guy. I try, you know? Now, this song, they were sued by... By whom? The Goldfinger authors because they sampled the horn notes. They didn't sample... I don't believe they sampled the actual horns, but this. Uh, and so they had to settle within the own Eon production thing. And did they think they were maybe lifting from another Bond movie and so they thought it was cool? I don't know. Maybe they did actually sample the horns, but I don't think so. I think they just sampled the notes. and they, they So part of the proceeds of this song now go to whoever was John Barry, I guess, and... That's bananas. Black? I can't remember, but yeah, I don't care for this song. It's got those '90s like heavy pop drums, like yeah. yeah. Listen to that. Even though this it's is like '89, whatever. It's, it is easy listening, but not in the good way. But not in the good way. Yeah, it's not a well, bad. I feel song. Like you had to jump to the defense of easy listening. <laughs> well, I'm gonna need that later on. <laughs> if I should talk easy listening oh, now, God. it's not gonna look good later. <laughs> you mean when you're a DJ at an easy listening station? <laughs> What is it about this song? Because it does stay with me. I, I find, like, after listening to a round of Bond songs, sometimes I'll come away singing this one. I'm not always happy about it, but... I mean, it is fun that in the lyric of this song is License to Kill. It's a fun phrase and yeah. very James Bond-like. Yeah, that to me is is partly... I mean, I know, I know they have to work in the title in every episode. I mean, every episode. They don't always. Episode. Not always. Yeah. Well, that that's one of the M.O.'s. Yeah. Um, and the way she works it in seems so clunky and yeah. unartful. It's in it a lot. It's in know. there a lot, quite a bit. That'd yeah. be that's an interesting. Maybe once we get to the end of it, I wonder who has the best use of the of the title in the lyric. I'm gonna write that down. That's a good. Yeah, good. Best use of title in lyric. I already have my answer, and I hope you have yours. Okay. All right, all kids. Right. We all dislike License to Kill. Unfortunately. Now in the do. bottom five for all of us. All right, so you said all-time high as well on that last one, right? Andrew? You did. No, you'll pay for your sins, but okay. <laughs> uh, you marked down that I hate Moonraker, right? Uh, yes, I got that. That's Mark uh, that down. I don't uh, like Moonraker. I, I don't like marking that down, but okay. <laughs> all right. So I already let mine slip, so I'll go first on 19, yeah. and that's the world is not enough. Now, I know this is going to be unpopular. It's because, a, we're not even we're not going to yeah. talk about it for a long right. time. That's true. I can tell okay. you that much. All right. Um, Andrew, you know what? Since you're not ready, I'll just yell mine out right in. now. Uh, we've already we we've established that I don't care for Moonraker, and now we're going to establish that I only care for the Goldeneye theme slightly more than Ooh, Moonraker. That's two for Goldeneye. Yeah, sure this it is. Not <laughs> fans of Goldeneye. Love um, the game. I uh, mine is uh, Casino Royale. You know my name. Two for you know my name. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You big big Cornell booster. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a while. We won't talk about it in a while. Yeah. All right. So we have to now move on to our next least favorite, and uh, I'd like to tell everybody that my next least favorite song is Thunderball. Uh oh. For me, this is the first time mentioned for another way to die. Ah. Uh, for me, we 
have we are not far of, off on that. We have all the time in the world, Louis Armstrong. Oh, so, oh yeah, I know. I know oh, it's not going to be popular. I don't know. Well, I, I think we have to take the um, the theme to Honor Majesty's Secret Service for that movie. That can be one of those extra songs. Okay. Oh, is that where you're going to go with that? Okay. Because yeah, that's not really the credits theme, you know? That's true. That is true. We'll put it in that the extras section. And from Russia with Love, what is the theme? Is it? It's from Russia with Love and yeah, Mad Harp. Yeah, there's a lyrical version of it, but but it's the or- orchestral version yeah. that they play on the credits. Correct. That is correct. Wait, so we're counting the song in From Russia with Love, though. Yes, we're counting the song. Yes. So what are we counting in um, Honor Majesty's Secret Service? The, the theme song. It's an instrumental, which I don't think if you've ever heard. You want me to Can play, you it? play it, please? Yeah, yeah. we'd it. be happy to. Play I mean, it. I must. Have it's going to be very high on our list, but it. with the movie. Oh yeah, bad boys, bad boys. I remember this. Oh, see, this is already going to be much higher on my list. Wait till it really kicks in. God. Ah, yeah. This is amazing. I'm gonna go take a bath. You know, I think we should cut it now because we're just going to want to talk about it. Okay. And we yeah. got to save it. Oh, this was this was a We got to save it. This was amazing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Andrew. I'm so excited. So, well, now it's now my list is completely all messed up. So I had uh, I had said Thunderball. You had said uh, another way to die. And Andrew Secunda had said um uh wait, are we jumping to the next one? What no, no, this was the pre this was the one you hadn't yet said. Well, he said we oh, you said you have all the time in the world, world. which, so which we now... Jump to the next one and then just throw the that jump. theme yeah. in up top wherever you want it to go. Okay. Up top? That's very suggestive uh, of you, uh, man. We all know where that <laughs> Mine now is Moonraker, surely. That's two, two for, Moonraker. for Moonraker. But still not a discussion but round. still not yet. We move on to... Matt, what's your next number one? Number 17. And look, I think we're we're actually now entering... And it happens somewhere around Another Way to Die, which yeah. I don't hate. Yeah. But we're entering the phase of, I don't dislike these songs. Right. These are good songs. Yeah. But now we've got an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. So I'm just going to go from Russia with Love because it's kind of a song that doesn't totally fit a bond. Interesting. Theme. You know, I like it, but... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Very not one interesting. that grabs me. You know how much I like, love that movie. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's be a little the higher helps for me. or hurts a song. It's true. Very mm. true. My, uh, my number 17... Is uh, another way to die. Ooh, that's two for another way to Ooh. die. Oh, I love the anticipation. Yeah, um, the greatest mine... podcast ever. Where do we get the award? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going with tomorrow never dies. There. Oh, oh you're two. both Look, fucking retarded. We got a lot of songs on deck for discussion, guys. <laughs> we have we so might many. have a two-song discussion round, possibly. <laughs> Whoa, that's yeah. interesting. But that, uh, that, oh, that is said, true. We might. We're moving on to. Rap. I will say I do like that song. So I don't know. I don't know where what we're feeling about at this point. I think that's where we're probably all. You know what I wish yet. that that beautiful print was <laughs> that you have hanging above the thing. I wish it was a print of of Skyfall. I was just thinking oh, it kind of looks like amazing? Skyfall. Here's what I want to tell you. You know that like the back part of our backyard where yeah. there's like a fence you go through. I want to put two pillars there with stags on them. Oh my like god! Oh, you have so to do great. that. Yeah, and I won't even. Tell Amanda that that's what it's from. She'll no, she won't like, know. Oh, that's She'll great. be like, "That's great. Yeah, yeah. that's she wonderful." Does not listen to your podcast. No, anymore. she doesn't listen. <laughs> she understands our love. I, and in her defense, I, 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 there are too many. Like, what is she going to do? Spend all day listening no, to my can't. James Bond? She can't. She can't. 
right, so we're on round, uh, number 16. Number 16. So I had just said another way to die. Uh, Matt, would you care to lead us off with your 16th I will, because mine is a first-time mention. I think this is going to be unpopular. For your eyes only. <gasps> and I'll talk about why when we get there. Interesting. But I can't believe it. Um, this is where I put uh, Goldeneye. Oh! Tina Turner. Oh. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? That means we get to talk about Goldeneye. Well, let me dial that up here. Goldeneye starts with a lovely, lovely horn hit. Yeah, but let's hear those horns. Andy's hitting the cough button. <laughs> Just let people think we have a cough button. <laughs> this is one of those uh, Zoo Crew shows, right? Just, <laughs> my goofy sound is a cough. <laughs> Those are just synthy horns. They're very synthy. It, does, it, is not, it is not produced well, but the no. choice is right. Yeah, the choice is right. But also, this does feel more like a U2 song to me than a Bond song. Well, and I mean, it is. I know. Although, I wonder what it Did they ever record it? Yeah, they did. It's like a demo. Do you have it? Let me check. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I have a feeling this You is... know what? I'm starting to like this song more. Really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, where am I? I feel like I'm in industrial Germany. You look like it. Oh, yeah. Tina Turner's vocal is fantastic. Great vocal. She's the thing that does it for me in this song. So, uh... Hmm. Which one of you didn't like it? All of us. We've all mentioned it now. (laughs) Well, I had it low. It's all been low. You had it low on your list. Yeah. So, to me, Tina Turner is the thing that is like... Well, you have to put it a little higher. Because she is... The quintessential person who should do it. That's true. Bond. And I did put it higher on her benefit. That's how I. I, I mean, her vocal is great. Scene. I think that the. This is the first. You got to think about where it is. This is James Bond's first foray into theaters in six years. 1995. Coming back with Goldeneye. Christmas of that year. I still have that teaser poster. Mm. Uh, and uh, I was very excited as a kid yeah. for this movie to come out. I'm sure you were excited as a as an adult. Yeah. I was, this was not the height of my bond. Oh, that's right. You yeah. had sort of abandoned us. Well, you had, yeah. you had said to yourself, you know what? I'm over you. And then and I was like, of the but song man. Too, I always think it's going to go into, you never know that you're my hero. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I just don't think it's, it's a bondish melody, but I don't think it's a great yeah. melody. She's great, though. Listen She's to that, so though. good. But it's also, but this also, I think... This song aesthetically, or what is the, what is the word for some an aesthetic of sound? What is that? That yeah, ha- is that aesthetic. Can be sound. Sure. Yeah, it okay. Have to be visual. Uh, the aesthetic of the song is that is very much um, Boris's computer. Yeah, that's, that's sort of what I yes, picture here. It's like, right. ooh, email. Let's sort of put that in. Yeah. Oh, they're hacking. She needs modems. It goes perfectly right. with the visuals, which yeah, have, like cutting edge CG at the time, but now yes. it's very basic. And and it's like the fall of the uh, of the of the steel yeah. curtain. I don't hate this song. Like I said, of course, we're now I'm talking about the I... defensive line for the Steelers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think this this song is not it's not one of my least favorite. It's in the middle for me. Yeah, uh, but it's also something I could not hear for the rest of my life and be okay. Put it this way: when I go to my James Bond playlist on iTunes.com, yeah, sure, sure, I don't put this one on first. 
or even second. But no. do you skip it? Technically, I guess I put it on 21st. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to ask me today. Do you skip it? Yeah, I don't. This you one, skip it sometimes. Yeah, That's an interesting call question. call to me in the middle of the night, like some of them do. It has... It has very little about it, I will I will say, that is uh, memorable, other than Tina Turner. Honestly, it is those horns, because on a Bond song, you need that you old need real brass, horns. But like, they must have purposely made the decision to go, let's sound a little synthy. Because also, the soundtrack to this film deserves to die in an old trash can in a subway This station. one and uh, <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Like the, I, don't, I don't love the industrial chic James Bond theme. Yeah, I don't mind the one that Moby remixed for "World Is Not Enough." Mm. That one I don't mind, but the uh, David G. Arnold one was a little too. Let's use a synthesizer. A wonderful composer, though. Absolutely, like, I wish we had him back with us. God rest his soul. Uh, okay, sure. All right, we're gonna assume he's dead. He's not. He's, he's, fine. Not, he's not. He's not dead. Fine. He's, he's on Twitter. Alive and well. He's on Twitter. Mm. He's gonna be very upset. <laughs> When he hears this. I don't think we heard all of the choices from that round, did we? Uh, we did not hear Andy's choice. Um, so the last wait, one... Didn't that... I say Goldeneye and that's what set us off? Oh, oh yeah. Did we? Then we, so, did we not hear mine? What was your number 16? Uh, boy, I wish I listed them. Uh, another Way to Die. And then Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, okay. So we didn't hear yours. Yeah, Diamonds that's, Are Forever. That's the first one for Diamonds Are Forever. Oh. oh diamonds are for, that's very low. For, for Disagree. Are we get it, Shirley Bassey. We got it with Goldfinger. Thank Ooh, you. You are a Shirley Bassey <laughs> oh, hater. Oh, man. Line <laughs> in the sand. All right. hater. For me, yeah. it's time to talk about... Is yours a talker? Which one? Your, your number 16 or number 15. Oh, no, that was your number 16. That was so my number 16. So now okay. we're going to number 15. All right. My next one is Another Way to Die, Jack. Well, it's time to talk Guess about Guess what, way everybody? Die, everybody. We've now heard Another Way to Die from all of us. So let's set the scene for Andy. Well, I don't know if you remember 2005. Yeah. It's a great time. We, uh, we'd been without a James Bond for approaching five years. This is another one, of, another one of those periods of time where we're like, when are they going to make a James Bond movie? When are they going to make a James Bond movie? And then the news starts to filter out. They're doing Casino Royale. They're doing Casino Royale. Oh my God, they got the rights. They're doing Casino Royale. Very excited. I could not wait. I'm like, you're doing The Origin? This is going to be fantastic. Uh, and then the movie proceeds to open with... with uh, what I would call... Oh, this is another way to die. This is Quantum of Solace. Yeah, that's what I yeah. said. I was, I thought you I was were like going, running like, into. I was, I was running into. I was getting a long backstory. It's the same movie. Oh, it's part one and part two. Don't get we're not getting. We're not doing. You know my name. You know my name is going to be way later. Boy, I feel real dumb. So I'll set the scene for you. It was two years later. A writer's strike had stopped all the writing midway through the movie, and you could tell. <laughs> but however, that writer strike didn't apply to music writing, so I don't know why this is such a bad song. <laughs> you you hate the song. No, I think I don't hate the song because it's not. I mean, it I wasn't may be blinded because I'm such a big Jack White fan. See, I'm not a Jack White fan, but I I think I like this song. This of all the songs is the one that has the most dynamic range in my choices. Like some days I love it, some yeah. days I'm like oh this is pretty dumb. I got to tell you, Alicia Keys. Fucking crushing the vocals. Yeah. I think that uh, Jack White's distorted guitar playing and bass playing is delightful. Okay, I think that it's a it's a it's a good song. 
Yeah, I don't. But it's I, not I, a good I, James Bond song. Yeah, maybe. The only reason I, it works as a Bond song is because they put those horns yes. in. And this. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> what is that, that? That he could have James Bond. Is this a remix? It? It's like the... Yeah, this is so a weird they played version. it on the radio right when it came out, and I was so excited to get it, I like ripped it from the internet, and this uh, was like some like, like radio I think Italian edit. radio station, sure, or Spanish sure. radio station, or something. Um, they definitely could have James Bonded it up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I like the spin of how Jack White approaches kind of taking it and making it his own. I would yeah. like, yeah, but I agree. Yes, you could could have put more of the riffs in and, and horns yeah. and such. And it also came on the heels of a lot so of guy titles for movies. So the title is pretty vague and boring, and uh, the lyrics aren't. There's some things. Does, that are do okay, they say but... Quantum of Solace at no. any point? No. Big and, problem. I, mean, how I got they? a big problem with that. Oh. I don't like when the title of the song, of the movie, is not in the song, either in the lyrics or the title of the song itself. I will say it's an unfair, unfair level of comparative difficulty. Yeah, that's true. It's hard, hard to, to effortlessly get Quantum, work of Solace. Quantum of Solace into a lyric. Quantum yeah. of Solace was uh, Ian Fleming title, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's hard. Right. The whole movie should have been called Property of a Lady, for crying out loud. God, that would have been a they delightful version it. of Octopus. Can they? You yeah. mean like live, die, repeat? Re- oh, I mean like do another movie. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying they would retitle. I don't know. That's Solace. such a big. That's such a big moment in Octopussy that it would feel weird if they decided to call one property of a lady. Yeah, maybe. Although they did, the world is not enough. That's true. Which is sort of a big reveal in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. The other thing to mention is I think this song was sort of thrown together pretty quickly because all. Rumors suggest that Amy Winehouse was set to do this movie's theme song, and it fell through. Oh, and well, they, Amy Winehouse would have done last great. Minute, she would have Jack White. destroyed Can you everything. Imagine? I would love to have heard that. Oh, it's very strange, she though. She was so good. I don't know. It's be, why do they have any weird choices on this list? Can't they get anyone? <laughs> Not a fair to die. Yeah, we're having a good time. You enjoying song? <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's a good question. I know. You should think that they would be able to pull anyone they wanted at any time. Anytime they don't I think have that whoever the was when... perfect person is, I'm always baffled. Well, I think she was imploding at that point. Yeah. That's what happened. Oh, no, I understand problem. that, yeah. but then... I mean, I, I, as I said, I love Jack White yeah. and uh, Alicia Keys, but uh, but it does seem like they're an odd choice. Yeah, especially together. But hmm. I think it, no, I think it was good. I think Jack understood that you don't really want a male vocal on a James Bond song. I think, but he does half the vocals. He does half. It's call and response. I think the this song pairs well with the visuals for that movie, though. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, I will give you that. It's a fine pairing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Guys, mm. this is fun. I don't want this to end. It's like listening to the Beatles <laughs> without earmuffs. We have about a hundred more choices. So <laughs> add some all to it. Okay. All right. So that was mine for that round. Where are you boys at? Oh no. Who, who, I said yours. mine. It kicked it off, and then you guys never said yours. Great. Okay. Yeah. Mine is. Uh, uh, I said diamonds are forever. Correct. That would make my uh, next choice. I didn't number these, so that's the problem with me. All time high. Where are we? Is it two or? <laughs> it's, two. it's a two. And it's going to be stuck at two for quite a wow. while. Uh-huh. Where was I? So I said From Russia with Love last? Yeah. Did I say For Your Eyes Only? I did. You did, and we decided that was very unpopular. Yeah. Yeah. So my next one is Moonraker. Ooh. Ooh. 
so we're, we're there, right? Yep. Oh, wait, that was three. That's three for <gasps> Moonraker. I'm excited. It's <laughs> like an exciting thing when we get to do that. <laughs> I like this song. I like it just fine. Again, we're in the yeah. middle, Matt. Yeah. It's we're in a, that the tricky area, the milky whiteness of James Bond songs. It doesn't fit the movie because the movie's all the movie and bombastic. And I right. think the movie this should, by all rights, and how this movie ended up getting made, this should sound like a John Williams score. <laughs> like they yeah. tried so hard to be Star Wars and disco, discoy at that. Like this yeah. is like a Diane Carroll disco ballad. Well, you ever something. get that disco? Oh, that interesting. Disco Star Wars album. Do you have that? No, but I have his Disco James yes. Bond. Okay. Yeah, you have the Disco about. Star Wars album. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> that album. That's what it's Moonraker should have sounded this like. It's a great melody. It's a great song. I just don't know if it's right. For, it's not right for that movie. It's not right for it. Um, I do like it, though. God. Well, I mean, it's it harkens back. It's, you know, it's really bad. Yeah. So. It's beautiful. I mean... It's what, got, I mean, she's got a lovely like voice. Let me just turn a, this up a, a little bit right now. from the 70s or something. I mean, it's a very, it's like, it's a siren song. It lures you in. Yeah. The heart of the problem with it, because their vocals are obviously great and um, and it's classy. Remember how much there's she... There's no hook at all. Yeah. Yeah. There is no hook. It's like a flaccid penis. <laughs> it's also the lyrics are like ambiguous, just like the Moonraker goes. <laughs> you know what? I can't even knock that. I'm in. That sounds good. Where are you? You are going to be an hide? easy listening DJ. Oh, yeah. oh my God. If I was born in the wrong era. Um, born yeah, in I, the song is so... <laughs> the song is so nothing to me. It's something to me. It's just maybe not the right thing. Like, and I, mean, I don't even strongly dislike it. Yeah. That's how nothing it is to me. And we're sort of in the area of there's nothing. This is now Shirley Bathy's third? Third, yeah. Third go around the bend? Yeah. Her third I just feel final. like if you're going to go back to Shirley Bassey, don't switch it up. Yeah, I think you're going to go back to fuck right. Shirley Bassey. You yeah. crank some horns and let her voice Absolutely. carry well, the song. Alternate Absolutely. song for Quantum of Solace was Shirley Bassey, and it, it kind of kicked. I wish it would have been. Wait, it was Shirley Bassey recorded? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so many alternate James Bond songs, Andy, because they all submit to producers. And they're like, I have to write it. I was wondering how that plays into my theory about why don't they just get whoever they can get. And I wonder if they ask Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger submitted one, and they were like, no, Mick Jagger. (laughs) Sorry. That basically almost happened with Paul McCartney, where Mm -hmm. uh, I think, George Martin was already doing the score, or someone brought Harry Saltzman the tape, and he's like, I love it. Can we get someone else to do it? <laughs> Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. And I think George Martin said, well, if you want the song, you kind of got to go with McCartney. You got to go with the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> this would have been the Quantum of Solace song. We've talked about this before, but you can hear this melody throughout the score. Yeah. What? Wait, if they had it recorded, why didn't they do They thought it would be a bummer? I think they just needed a pop hit. That's the problem. Like, they wanted a radio hit. Here we go. Oh, they're crazy. Good, huh? I mean, I love Jack White. To and this is, this is about the movie. Yeah. This is, like, yes, really exactly right. about what James Bond yeah. is feeling. 
And it's an appropriate mixing of the past and the present yeah. in Amy Winehouse. It's a good title, too. No good about goodbye. That could even be a Bond movie. So is there a plan to get Amy, Amy to record this? I don't think so. Interesting. That's maybe, though. I don't know. That's, I think, one of the keys also to a great James Bond theme is when they, when that performer's uh, attitude is appropriately yeah. mixed with James yeah. Bond, yeah. which it is perfectly. In this it would have been yeah. great to have Shirley Bassey come back after all those years. I know. That would have been very cool. It's, it seems like a real missed opportunity. They could still do it. Yes. They can. Yes. Like live, die, repeat? <laughs> yeah, just like live, die, repeat, Andy. Everything's just like live, die, repeat. <laughs> the retitle of Edge of Tomorrow. Folks. This is the point of the podcast where I murder Andy. And he comes back. <laughs> and he tries to get further through the podcast. Uh, is that it for round? That's it for round. No, another 15? way to die. We, we did. This is now... Oh, this is this was for another way to die. We're now into Quantum of Solace playing the alternate theme, right? No. Yeah, no, yeah this, this is the Moonraker. alternate. This came no. under Moonraker. This came under Moonraker. Yeah, so that was 15. Oh, yeah, we listened to Moonraker. Did you all say your 15s? I, would, I didn't. I numbered mine, and then I realized that, uh, well, we may that there was a non-canonical choice. So, so might screwed up my numbering. I had said from Russia with love, correct? Why don't we do this from now on? I don't on? think so. Well, I'm saying it now. But is that your next one or this one? All-time wow. high. Why don't, even I when said we before. did our thing, where yeah. we're, okay, we're going to discuss it, the other two say their choices for that level. Great. That's a good way to do it. Andy's way to do it Wait, is a good way it? to do it. As soon so as like we I say it, thing, and, and we're we like, stopped. whoa, we did it, we got there, Moonraker. Oh, yes. And you guys hadn't said your choices yet, so just everybody say their choices for that level. Okay, yeah. And then we'll, we'll get take so on the next boss. Another way to die, I said Moonraker, and you said... Uh, no, no, I said all-time high. Oh, all-time high. I got yeah. another way to die. was my last one. Yep. Okay, yeah, Moonraker. So, okay, we finished that round. Great. And for uh, round 14, I'm going to go pee. All right, round... Oh boy! <laughs> Guys, peeing. Who knows what song this will go? We don't know what could be coming up next. So, Andy, what do you think of your first visit to the James Bonding podcast? I, I'm enjoying it very much. I'm turning down Shirley Bassey on my on on the headphones for the listeners at home. Is this going to go in the show? We keep talking while he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Why not? Wow, it's really slice of life. Perhaps in a. Uh, an impractical one. Yeah, I mean, it's really, we like to, on this podcast, show everyone how uh, little effort we put in it's, to uh, making it listenable. It's very quaint. I start describing movies that we're not even talking about. You know what it's like? It's like watching M do paperwork while yes. Bond isn't there. There's no mission. He's yeah. just, oh, I know, I gotta, I gotta get home to the wife. I yeah, mean. he's got like a meeting he's gotta get to. Yeah. It's like all the way across London, and money he's like, penny. "Money, penny." I, I thought we'd move that. Didn't we move that? <laughs> Do you think he ever? Oh no, we can't have this. This is diamonds are forever. We haven't. We can't talk about it yet. I'm gonna pause this. Oh, thank God, Can you get some man. More hot water and delay this <laughs> even further. Sure. Do you want some more hot water? Sure. Oh boy. Oh man. I guess we'll pause. Just kidding. Andy, fill the time. Very good. I remember when I saw... Master improviser Andy Segunda. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a tremendous <laughs> amount of pressure. <laughs> You're so good at improv, Andy. Why don't you do some? I've never been good at the monologue part. <laughs> 
it's interesting to mention that there. Do you guys have a favorite? Oh, go ahead. Oh, there's just a lot of songs we haven't even been mentioned once. I think like our basically our top ten. We're gonna have a great time. Yeah, we're gonna crush. What was your question, Andy? It was a different uh, all-time favorite question. Go which ahead. Is, what what is an it? all-time favorite uh, villain? Assuming that Blofeld's been played by several different people, which version of Blofeld? Oh, that's a question we've actually not been asked, right? Which version of Blofeld we like best? No, no. I'm saying, who's your all-time favorite villain? And then built into the question is, obviously, certain people, certain actors have played different versions of the character, so you would choose that actor oh. as that villain. Hmm. Oh, Blofeld for me is always Donald Pleasance. I, I think I like the Telly Savalas thuggy version though. Sure. Yeah, but I. But who yeah. do you picture? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. Pleasance. Donald Pleasance. Um, and aside from him, my favorite villain in a James Bond movie. I mean, it might be Silva. I like Silva. I like uh, Zorn a lot. Yeah. Um, Zorn was too broad for me. Yeah. Well, in that movie, he seems subtle. I'm going to pick um, Oric Goldfinger, even though it was not his actual voice. Startled to find out. Yeah, that was almost nobody's voice in those original films. That's true. It's crazy how good they were at fucking ADR at that time. You You know, what's interesting, though, is like, yeah. It, it never sounds different. Yeah. It always looks f- like if you look at the performance in Goldfinger, you it's well, still. That's a, that was a that was a masterful job of casting the other voice. Yeah, yeah, and he sang the English words. They just right. took it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with uh, Schwarzenegger in Hercules in New York. Right, <laughs> another great. Although that film. Goldfinger is also the movie that has. We'll be back. We'll be back with the dogs. That is. No, Doctor No is that. Oh, one. that's Doctor No. And that is Fair enough. That guy, that voice of yeah. that guy, oh, yeah. is in oh, a yeah. bunch of movies, a oh. bunch of James Bond movies. The guy that speaks with a bullhorn yeah. even when he takes it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was just he was in the sound room and they were like, hey, yeah, I'm, yeah, have Jeffrey do you it. You be that guy. <laughs> Get the dogs. Ah. All right. All right. Here we go. On to round fourteen, number fourteen on the list. Oh boy. Now now we're getting ex- I'm getting excited because we're entering the area of songs I actually like. I got one after this round we're into ones that I'm all in on. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh I have said From Russia with Love, correct? I had already marked that. <sighs> or had I, I not? No, because I Okay, so this is the start of this yeah. round. From Russia with Love. All right, that's two for From Russia with Love. Andrew? The world is not enough garbage. <gasps> that's two for the Boy, world is not enough. Gonna be a real holdout here on these. And now two for Thunderball. This is a non-discussion round. Oh, non-discussion round. Non-discussion round. Non-discussion round. Everybody, this is the first non-discussion round we've had in a while. Andy, how do you feel about non-discussion round? Uh, I'm excited about it. I. <laughs> I feel like are you excited there's a lot it? to non-discuss. You're excited, are you excited because we get to move on and it gets closer to the end? Uh, because I don't know if the listeners at home realize that essentially from here on out, we're just going to be having discussion rounds because we're now going to be knocking out all these great songs. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. It's going to pick up pace. We've actually structured yeah. this very wisely. I really think it's a masterful discussion from, I believe it was Mr. Matt Gorley who decided that we should do it this way. I can't tell. Take if the it's, credit, Matt. You got it. If it's, it's a good uh, haircut, Matt. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I like much. it. I feel a bit like a jarhead. Yeah, yeah it's not short. quite alt right, but it's close. It's not quite what? Alt right. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God. Well, that's the future, so you uh, should. Yeah, uh, I guess should I'm be safe. dressed for it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Matt we... and I are both writers on the Goldberg, so we're going first. <laughs> They're coming into that writers' room hard and fast. Um, okay, so for much with love, I said you. Uh, okay, so the next the next one I have written down. This is for number 13. Number 13. Tomorrow Never Dies. Is this me? You're asking me? No, this is the next oh. one. At the Tomorrow right. Never Dies. Tomorrow okay. Never Dies. Gotcha. Oh, I Andrew? the tension. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is going to be probably a little bit worrisome. Skyfall. First mention for Skyfall. Wow. Not, not as worrisome okay. as you might think. Right. And for okay. me, it's The Living Daylights, which means it's time to discuss Tomorrow Never Dies. Discussion round. Um, I'll start. I don't think this is a horrible melody. I think it's pretty good. And I like Cheryl Crow, but she just is not right for this song. What do you mean? Do you think that you feel like it was like more of a thing of like, let's get the hot pop star right now? Yeah, definitely. Because also, because they had already recorded Surrender by Katie Lang, which is an amazing Bond song. It's so good. And they bumped it to the end of the movie for this because she was a bigger radio hit. I really like this song. I like the song, but I think it's meant to be a this real This song is song. so like, just like... This would be a Shirley Bassey song. Yes. It's not a oh, Cheryl 100%. Crow song. She just doesn't have the... Uh, I don't know. You can hear it when she goes... It's not that her voice... it's not a Cheryl Crow song? Listen, when when it goes into the I think when it gets into the fucking bombastic... She's straining for it. ...vocal, she's searching for it. She's searching for the note. I'll turn it up for the listener at home. Oh, you mean in the Shirley Bassey part of it? Yeah, right here. Yes. She just has to go nasally, and it just, it's not a, like, you need someone that can belt this thing. But the other part of it is so strong. Doesn't it kind of get you over the hump of, through this part? You I know what I like about, you know what I like? It's so great and throaty and What sexy. I like about this one a lot is the, there's a very clear lead guitar line that happens throughout it that is very Vic Flick, mm-hmm. James Bond theme-like. Yeah. I think part of it, too, is that this is from my least favorite Bond movie, which brings it down a little bit, so it also wasn't in my consciousness I cannot understand. Yeah, you can. If you want to listen to a very long podcast, listen to me angry at Matt Gourley while Jordan Morris sits by <laughs> confused why his parents are fighting, <laughs> because I love Tomorrow Never Dies and Matt Gourley, not a fan. It's his least favorite, Yeah, that's and one it's thing one that of my favorites. Changes. But listen to what the... First Brosnan? Second Brosnan. Second Listen Brosnan. to what was going to In be In many ways, the best Brosnan. Oh, really? Nothing? Right. Oh, I, I guess you don't know how to work your phone. Get killed. <laughs> I guess this is a radio out. play now. It is a radio play. Okay. Come on. Before you speak, just let it ooze into you. That who, vocal. Who is this? Katie, Katie Lang. I mean, this is so the plot of the movie. Fine, maybe lyrically, but listen to the hook, the melody of the thing. Oh, I'm not, I'm not putting it down because of that. I like it when it's oh. the plot of the movie. It even has a classic horn, like. Sample, so did they just quote, not? From, they just. Was Cheryl Crow bigger, or they yeah. went to Cheryl Crow because she was like more she the classic was... Bond singing? Girl. No, they no. Went for her solely like radio 
numbers. I think I'm with with uh, Gorley. Gorley on this. That's fine. Matt Surrender. wouldn't have helped. This I song. think Katie Lang is killing it here. This is. I would put this possibly in almost in my top ten of Bond songs. It's such a good song. It's this screams Bond to me. This one. I kind of agree. This yeah. is amazing. This is great, but I have to break it to you guys. This wasn't used during the opening credits. I know. And my Cheryl Crow song was, and it's great. <laughs> my Cheryl Crow song. <laughs> you know what? Also, really good production. Yeah. It's David Arnold. Oh. He brings those horns in. Let me fast forward to the end on this. You know one. what I don't like about it is the horn. I don't like the mute on the. Oh, I love it. On the trumpet. It's a little too, like, swing yeah, I band. Mean, it goes for it. It's too swing band. Katie Lang is yeah. unbelievable here. I am. I've never really. Should we go to a Katie Lang concert no, together? I'm, in. I'm all in. Yeah. Do you think she'd play this ever? Wait, Andrew, did you say I should. think you should, or I think we should? <laughs> I said I think we should. It would have been funnier if I said. I think, I think you should. should. Like in the midst of all my enthusiasm, I'm not going to Katie Lang concert. <laughs> all right. All right. That was a fun discussion round. Yeah, that was good. All right, we're on to. Uh, we're on to the great, great, 12. great songs. We haven't yet cracked the top 10, but we're on to round 12, number 12. I'll go. Mm-hmm. And it's time, after we name our three, to discuss All Time High. Oh. Ooh. All Time High has no, now been mentioned a third time. Yeah, so say so, yours. So mine is uh, Man with the Golden Gun. First mention for Man with the Golden it's Gun. Be first mention for a while. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. people love Man with the Golden Gun. Popular. Skyfall. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Were you Skyfall. surprised at how far down the list it is? I think I am, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little surprised too. Um, so let's discuss. So that was 12. That was 12. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this to me <laughs> screams Roger Moore. He loves that this so much. The top. Rita Coolidge. Oh. I don't know. This is one of those that I can't defend. I think it's just the time and the place and hearing it on the radio as a kid. This is the first Bond movie I saw in the theaters. Love this song. This is why you weren't born in an elevator. I, <laughs> this is going to play at some point in our wedding. Not during the ceremony, but I, I see that. But people will read it as ironic. They will not read it as romantic. <laughs> they can do whatever they want to do. They're we played, we played, uh, we played Skyfall at our wedding. Ooh. I didn't realize you weren't married yet. No. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, thanks. I have time to snuggle in there and get an invite. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really have to turn up the heat. I just met Matt, like, within the last (laughs) month. His wife is not going to be pleased. Well, maybe she'll come home and get to know you. (laughs) What is it? Is there a date? May 6th. Oh, I got to work fast. (laughs) Is it? Where is it? (laughs) I won't travel, Matt. Invitations have not yet gone out, so you're safe. Okay. But where, where is it? Where is uh, it? Santa Inez. So I mean, do we really want to be saying where Matt's well, wedding is and what the date of Matt's wedding is <laughs> on a podcast? He's not going to be assassinated. He's no, I know James he's not going to be assassinated, but I just think it's... Oh, going to be choppers over the wedding? I would, describe it, as, I would describe it as uncouth. Right. Well, you can cut it out if you feel so strongly. I don't Myra. feel that strongly no, to do the effort of cutting it out. The work will not happen. Yeah, it's fine for us to say a city in a... So, date, so all you're saying is it's offensive that I imposed work on you that you're not going to do. Correct. <laughs> the important thing is you shouldn't be arguing over this love song. <laughs> no, I think we should. <laughs> Listen to this. 
This is now all time high for me was ranked not super low because I love this movie so much, but so low I, enough. I will cop to outside of a regular feeling of like this is just a softball song for yeah. for a Bond yeah, film. Yeah, you're right. Beside, beyond that, it definitely was sort of just a. Point in my life I had I that up so loud. It time, just occurred to me. I've had that up. I had that up so loud. Kind of adult. <laughs> I have it. It's on its own track. Okay. I'll be fine. And uh, it just it just rubbed me the wrong. Yeah. Way. Well, look. I think it's not right for a Bond movie. But if you're gonna go love song, mm-hmm. this is the way to do it. Oh, you it's... mean over the other songs? Well, so far, yes. <laughs> Does he say the name of it? No. No. I suppose how could you? No. <laughs> Oh, and then this, the way what was this about? Just like, do you think it's like the lyrics are good? Yeah, but what do you do? You think it was like that's a good sex? <laughs> do you think it was like, hey, we have acrobats in this movie? All time high, they're really high in the air. I think it was just anything to not call it octopusy. We don't care what you do. Don't call it octopusy. Octopussy's fun circus of love. Ah, oh, what a good song! I'm willing to run that a second time if we don't want to move on. No, I think I think we should move on. Okay, Andy. Uh, yes, number eleven. Number eleven. Um, Thunderball. <gasps> Tom Jones. Matt. Wait, isn't that time? No, it's not yeah. time. It is time. Well, oh, great! I'm just, I got very excited. We're name ours. Uh, this is going to be an unpopular uh, opinion for where it is on the list, but this is, might be a double discussion round. The world is not enough. Oh, double discussion round. We've never had anything like this. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm coming in at number 11. Uh-huh. I like it. Don't get me wrong. But it just had to have a place on the list. You only live twice. Oh. But it's time to discuss. We'll start with. We will start with. The first, which was, I forget already. Thunderball. Ugh. Oh, you say ugh. I can't believe it. I can't believe it took so long for us to talk about this song. I go back and forth with this Again, one too. Thunderball is such a not favorite movie of mine. Yeah. This one is like uh, another way to die where sometimes I kind of like it and sometimes I don't want to hear it. Mm. Ugh. It's a it's a quintessential Bond sound. Cuz it really has the theme in it. I mean, it, it really, really does. it in. I do wonder what the rules are. They, they they sued the other people. They sued Tina Turner's people, but they didn't sue oh, yeah. him. Gladys Knight's people. I, well, no, so but, it, sure but those were the those were the notes. Like the the Goldfinger punch is a specific couple of notes. Womp womp womp. That's Goldfinger. But this is also John Barry. Sampling what Eon owned, not sampling, but yeah, but also like he can the Monty Norman one, but that hadn't been worked out yeah. at the time either, so it was fair game, I would assume. Plus, Skyfall kind of does it that that E minor, like, dun, dun, yeah, dun, mm. so many of these bonds. This songs. song is as slow and plodding as the movie, that's true. All I think about is bubbles, red bubbles, when I hear yeah. this song. I do like Tom really... Jones's vocal, I think yeah. he's doing a great job. And what's your what's your issue with it? It's uh, you know for me again this is again pointing back to our love of these movies or dislike of these movies. Yeah. I just so I like this movie so little that when I hear it I just think of how boring it is. 
I like I could cut 40 minutes out of Thunderball and make it great. Yeah, because it has know. some things that I like. I like the villain. I like the girl. I love I the like villain. The, love the, the girl. The love the motorcycle. I mean, the underwater, the length of the underwater stuff is problematic, but the idea of it, and they have yeah. all the little machines the and the each great. other, that's all great. How, how long has it been since you've seen it? I think watch we watched it, it again. Watch it. it It'll like, torture you. It a little I know that when he goes into the, that when he's swimming underwater and he goes into the tank and then the sharks swim up to him, yeah. that's stayed with me every time I've been in a pool since. <laughs> well, that's with him too because they, they didn't tell him that there was going to be a shark there. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Course, that, that reaction is real. He just hopped out of the pool? That's completely irresponsible. <laughs> All right. Oh, I really want to see that again because my memory is that guy does not break stride when he gets out of the pool. Well, that's probably a different cut, but he he does like he really freaks out in the take where there's a shark. Though. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna let this song end and transition us in to. I mean, classic Bond horns. Yeah. So good. Ending with a flourish. Yeah, I mean the production is. Yeah, now I'm hearing the whole song. Bond. I feel bad that I put it this low, but but as we've said, it's all good from this point forward. Now this song was ranked pretty high for me. A lot of people really like this one. As I a like this song. Classic Bond theme. I recognize that. I like this song a lot. Who, this was your. This was yours. This high. I had just said this yeah, one. Yeah. I had this pretty low. I had it at 19. That's super low. Way too low. Ah, these Brosnans, man. It, it just feels a little bit lifeless. Like it's a too much of a lifeless copy for me. I don't know. There's some originality lacking or something. I don't know. I think Shirley's doing a great job here. Is this produced by tired. Vic? Who produced this? This is garbage. Yeah. Um, and David Arnold probably had something to do. Yeah. There's... They're so... Just as producers, garbage is so amazing. I know it's it's very processed... But no, it's, it's great. So good. I love it's so it. So catchy and it's somehow missing like What is it missing passion. to you? Well, that's yeah, the wait, wait till what, we get to the crescendo. The, the heavy We're going to get to the crescendo here. I'm going to turn it up so you can all hear this at it. home. But I think Shirley brings it in. Shh. You hear the guitar in there? This sounds to me a little bit like a copy of a Bond song, not a Bond song. I think a lot of them I understand you could say that about be. all of them, because they're all copies like of Goldfinger. Avoided that. To a degree. A copy of another Bond song? No, like some of these fall into the category of being immediately recognizable as Bond songs, but standing on their own as a song. Mm. I don't think this one stands well enough on its own. It feels like it feels like a caricature or a parody as opposed to... No point in living if you can't feel alive. It's good lyrics. The lyrics are good. Lyrics yeah. are good. Yeah. I, I think this is a strong lyrical song. This I movie. I'm in the minority on this one. I think most people really like this This movie's song. a bummer. They're all bummers, these Brosnans. All the Brosnans? I disagree. I think Tomorrow Never Dies is fantastic. Oof. So good. Oof. So good. Such what's a good the, James Bond. The, what's the best showpiece scene in Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, it's the motorcycle chase. Sure. With the BMW and the helicopter blades. Oh, you hate it. I see yeah, that whole movie. Maybe is it's a that, or maybe it's the BMW 750IL in the parking garage <laughs> that has all those remote control cool is that things the one happening. In the back seat? Yeah, it no, sure that's is. Moronic. That <gasps> was terrible. Andy, yeah. get away! I remember seeing it. 
Oh, James Bond is <laughs> not good yeah. anymore. That I, that I, you would not tell me on that. On the motorcycle chase, I agree, but the remote control in the backseat of the car so yeah. that he doesn't get shot in the car? Yeah. yeah. Come uh-huh. on. I don't understand. He's got, it, he's classically got bulletproof armored windows. He doesn't need to be in the back seat. It's so funny how I'm agreeing with you, and yet I can easily defend the view to a kill. Car gets cut in half, and he still drives it down the fresh streets. All right, driving it down on. the Le Champs-Elysees. We're on to All right. Uh, number 10. We're breaking the top 10 here, guys. This, this here means everything we in are. our choices now is a song that we really like. Wait, what are we up to? Number 10. Number 10. Oh, no. We only have nine left. That's right. I'll go first. The joy no, I only over. have nine left. No, I'll go last because mine's a discussion. I mine's only have nine left. live twice. Okay, that's Nancy two. Sinatra. That's two for Only Live Twice. Uh, mine is for your eyes only. Ooh, that's two for your eyes only. We're getting close to discussion time. But that means it's time to discuss. I think we got to do more of a... Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right. I did it again. <laughs> I really got to build up my skills here. <laughs> you had a huge, a huge build up. I was thinking about my own stuff. Andy's <laughs> and new to I, podcasting. You might as well have been doing a drum roll. <laughs> and I, I just inserted my thought right in there. Do the, do the, do the, t- kick, it, kick it off again. Lead into it. That means it's time to talk about. Oh yeah. The song. Why do people not like the song? The song has only made its way to so high on the list because Matt Gorley loves this movie so much. I do, but I will go to bat for the song. First of all, lyrically, I think it's top notch for a Bond song. It it reintroduces the character for the reboot. The title, you know my name. It's kind of mysterious. Yeah. I think it's Chris Cornell's. Doesn't help. That's, that's I think, the pumping point for me. I think he me. does it well, but I also think it's a really good melody. So maybe the production and the Cornell are a little too, like, 2000 Ed Hardy wearing rock and roll yeah. or something. But yeah, that is that is the thing. That is exactly it. I, I think it's so tied to this movie that I love you so know, I much think that, that it's, I'm blind to Here's that. where it's weird for me. I think it's weird that they gave this to a guy. I agree with that. I think it should have been because oh, it's wow. the it's the reintroduction of James Bond. It's the kickoff. I feel like it should have been given to and like. I further that I bet it is that moment in time when the character is being reintroduced and he was good <laughs> that colors maybe a little bit of your perspective. Maybe you were so or excited all of it. in that theater oh, watching I'm this sure, movie. I'm sure that I, I totally recognize that. Who of the time would have been better for this? Do you guys think this is 2005, right? Well, yeah, 2006 when the movie came out. But can I turn on? Had uh, had. I mean, this song. Let's say this song. Is... Had Winehouse. So Winehouse had not had her moment yet. No. Do you think um, it should be a, a woman? Because this isn't I Bond's do. voice. This song's written. I know. Yeah. But I think that that works. I think. But okay. I just harken back to like, what's the most classic James Bond song of all time? And the answer is Goldfinger. And there's, you know, no argument from anybody uh, about that. It's like Goldfinger is the gold standard of James Bond formula. Yeah. And for me, I feel like if you're gonna do this, 
brand new James Bond, but from the old, you know, going backwards and essentially telling his origin story, I think you have to give it to a lady. Would you give it to Shirley Bassey? Could she sing this song? This is the thing. That is interfering like crazy. I'm sorry. That's okay. Just I'm just apologizing to the listeners. Like top artists of 2006. Yeah, I was going to see if I could come up with something. Britney nope. Spears. Jeez. <laughs> I think I think this song is good as it stands. I, I actually like. I don't own a single Chris Cornell album. But yeah. I, I think he, nor will you. He performs this song until Christmas. Really well. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> he performs this song so well. Yeah. He co-wrote it or wrote it. Um, and I think this could be a lot more dated than it is the strings and horns help it's pretty dated i'm just glad that i was able to get this one in. like i held out long enough to get this one into the top 10 discussions without me this wouldn't be in the top no 10. it wouldn't true. Yeah. you're single-handedly bringing down the rest of the podcast <laughs> or rising it up bringing the cream to the top but you love this movie. like you can you have to realize that Casino Royale colors your opinion of this movie. Possibly. Of this song, yeah. rather. Possibly. Possibly. So you're not even it, transparent it in why that, you love this song. It follows that opening sequence. Mm-hmm. And this sequence, the title sequence. The title is sequence is favorites. great. The cards and the bullets. This, this ending, though, too, is great. That's what I'm saying. Is it following that sequence, this you, right you, it would have been hard to go wrong yeah. with any song. Listen to this. This doesn't warm you up to this song a little right Madagascar. Oh, I thought you meant the animated movie. <laughs> it's got grit, though. That it's a, a good. Lot of it's the Bond a good. Yeah. Is, is this the hardest Bond song? Maybe next to another way to die. Yeah, and I'm not saying this is a hard, hard song. No, it's Bond wise. It's dope. It gets you some serious yeah. street cred. You playing that when you're hey, driving down the street? Where are my you know my name heads at? <laughs> hit, hit me up at Twitter. <laughs> Don't hit him up at Twitter, please. All right, we're on to number nine. Uh, you only live twice. Okay. Discussion round from Russia with love. <gasps> Triple discussion round. No. Could it be? Because mine is the first mention of nobody does it better. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Oh. I, know, oh. I know that's low. Get out of your own house again. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. This is ridiculous. Let's, uh, I was certain this that song would be much higher ranked for you. Well, sometimes it is. But for now. Oh, these strings are the equivalent of me floating in a warm pool. <laughs> I would like to see that video. Even though Listening to this song, floating in a pool, nothing would be better. <laughs> Waiting for a pizza. I like oh. this song. Here's my problem with it. Every Bond song, even from before this movie, even Dr. No, feels ahead of its time. This one feels older than the Bond franchise. I think I that's because they end up in Turkey. Maybe. I don't. I, I like the song. It's because it's it Sinatra. Feels, yeah. It feels like something Sinatra, that would have been playing. Row, but it sounds like Sinatra. <laughs> it is. Well, this is Sinatra. This, this version. is Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. But Matt Monroe did the credits, the closing credits. Version. Oh, I see. Um, this feels like when I was what a boy, is this a- would have been on my grandma's radio. Yeah. Which isn't bad, but... But that's what I feel about this movie. This From Rush With Love movie. This, for me, is just so 60s. So just like the train fight. This this movie is, again, this colors how much I love this song. Um, but 
feel like James Bond will never be cooler than he was in this movie. Mm. Yeah? You have something to say about Frank Sinatra? Uh, you prefer no. Frank Sinatra Jr. Well, he just passed, so I'm sorry. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. How about Frank Stallone? <laughs> which ver- which version Stallone is on the radio? I think it's the Matt Monroe version. Yeah. It's when he's Sylvia Trench gets a return in this That's movie. Right. He was going to have a steady gal. Ugh. That would have been weird. Yeah. Would have been great. Really? Yeah. Because he's going to be fucking around because he has to do it for the queen. That wouldn't have been great. He would have been just a total rogue. So you're saying he would have been either guilty or he would have been... No, he would have been, been, been the same person. He would have been fucking whoever he fucked when he fucked them and gone home to a nice steady Sylvia Trench. And I think that when he's out of town, Sylvia gets loses? down. When he's out of town, Sylvia gets down. I think they have an agreement. I see. Oh. Yeah. But she knows that this stuff's going on? Yeah. It's just a very evolved relationship. Very. Mm. I did like who was the actress that played Sylvia Trench? Couldn't tell you. She's good. Rosamund Pike. Eunice Grayson. <laughs> Eunice Grayson. Oh. Is that real? Yeah. Wow. Rosamund Grayson. Pike. I can't remember. Rosamund Pike. What was our next one? Uh, oh, double discussion remember. round. You only live. You twice. only live twice. Now, speaking of strings, and guitar riff, uh, a double discussion round oh. with both us, both Sinatras. Right. Whoa. Father and daughter. This is uh, a great song. Oh this, my god. I feel like I'm floating slowly to earth. Having jumped out of a plane to safety. Into Japan. This is a, this is the third <laughs> third choice of a song for the movie. They recorded two others. Uh-huh. That we've played them on this podcast yeah. before. They, I love this song. You know, part of why I like this song is is uh, Robbie Williams' sampling of it. Yeah. I think you put Shirley Bassey on here, you got a home uh, run. You got a hard to beat all time James Bond song. Wow. I think Nancy Sinatra's a little Cheryl Crowy for me on this, but oh, <laughs> I can see Crow that. Is the mark of a bad singer now. No, not as a bad singer, but someone who's singing above her depth. Yeah. Well, and sure. admittedly so, because they, they've said in documentaries that she, they pieced this together for many takes, and she, she was very nervous that day and had a hard time getting it done. How did she get placed for it? Was it was well, I think Boots, Boots was, a huge, was, was yeah, a huge was hit. hit. Probably the first of them going, like, who's our radio hit people? Yeah. Sinatra name. It's or very problematic. They, got, they should yeah. it. I it, bet Harry. This forward, if nothing else always be going with the quintessential yeah. person. I imagine yeah. what really happened is Harry Saltzman lost a deal, lost some sort of bet to <laughs> yeah. Frank Sinatra, and in lieu of paying <laughs> him the $300,000, he was like, then you make Nancy do the song. <laughs> it's such a simple little riff, just that little descending. It's like a little feather falling. Yes, that's why I said it. I was floating yeah, from Myra a parachute. Yeah, it's great. I'm landing in Japan. Hmm. I love this song. This is a good song. Yeah, I, mean, I don't have a bad thing to I say don't, about this. Uh, this, got meant, this. This song is playing now because I mentioned it so late. And that's how I feel about it. You brought this one up. because you Yeah, that's right. When did you have this one, Andrew? Let's see. I did it at 10. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, all I can tell you guys is right after... This is when the hits start coming. 
The hits are coming hard and fast I just want to say there here. are five songs that have not even been mentioned yet. And they are A View to a Kill. Don't. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's not spoil it. Okay. Let's let them go. Right. I would like to know is what songs What songs do we have now that have in the bottom of, uh, of songs that have been mentioned that are at two right now? What's your question? Songs songs that have been mentioned where we're waiting for the third person. There are only two of those. Okay. Your Eyes Only Mm -hmm. and The Living Daylights. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Boy, Matt, you're really putting The Living Daylights up there. (laughs) That's your You Know My Name. (laughs) And I like that song. That's your You Know My Name. We are if that, if that that's a much less worthy you know my name if that's his hey, you know my name. Save guys, it for discussion. Sorry Save for it for care. the discussion that's coming as soon as we start the next round. All right, number eight. Oh boy. Uh, mine is Diamonds Are Forever. Oh and mine is Diamonds Are Forever, which means we'll be guys, discussing you have to are touch forever. tips. <laughs> Just like James Bond might do in order to complete a mission. Uh, Living Daylights. It is a double discussion round. Double discussion round. Double discussion round. I love this song. Mm. Now, this is how you do a Bond ballad. I don't disagree with you at all. And I will say that the reason that this was so low on my list compared to you guys was because I felt like Shirley, I needed to spread my Shirley's out. You gotta spread your Shirley's. I feel like you put too many Shirley's at the top, she gets a little top heavy. Yeah. That's understandable. Oh, that right there. That's a great, that's you know a what's great the subtext sting. Is, I don't know if it's in the lyrics, but uh, listening. Well, I feel like the effective ones like this, that are sort of ballads, are seem like they're being sung from a lady that has been toyed with by Bond. Yeah, and in fact, I think Barry told her to imagine she's singing about a dick in, when she recorded this. like A penis yeah. or... No, not a private oh, detective. I see. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Mm. She's just... Seems like an off-color thing to say to someone before they go into a recording booth. <laughs> Watch this little bass pause here. Oh, God, that's so good. Taking a bass line for a walk? Yeah. This is early disco. That, yeah, that was that that Nils Rogers. Also, the way the guitar is playing those triplets. The muted strings. I mean, we are now into songs that I just love. This I love this song. It's got it really changes its like it goes from that little drumming section to just this swing. It's funny how classy it is for the goofball yeah. movie that I know it's <laughs> most disparate to the movie, I think. It is such a bananas movie that I've seen Maybe like the third most of yeah, any James Bond movie. I watch it pretty regularly. Yeah, I'm I on. I'm on the right. I was there too. Oh my god! Yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to that, he talks about playing Mr. Kid, and it was pretty fascinating. I haven't, yeah. and I'm oh, gonna I listen to that. Yeah. 
I went to his house in South Pasadena. Oh my God, yeah, he's a SoPass boy. Yep. Whose house is nicer? Uh, well, it is very different. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, let's say, a lot of stuff. Though. He's so polite. <laughs> I love this Matt Gorley. <laughs> Discus- right. Discussion round part two. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the vocal stylings of Aha. <laughs> oh my God, this makes me think of being a child. This is a better with like song headphones than, on. Than the production of its time will lead you to believe. This like makes me think of like this is like what I would roll around in the backyard pretending to be James Bond listening yeah. to. So this must have been literally the afternoon that Take On Me was at the top of the charts. <laughs> it wasn't. Like, like, gonna, uh-huh. it so was should we like, wait a couple of weeks? It was and like, see? No! Two or three years later, to the point that when this film come out, came out, I even remember going, aha, they're still around? As, as a kid. Maybe they were just bigger in Europe they at must the time. Have been. But I really like this song. Crazy too. But those, uh. like, uh, what do you call them? Simmons drums? Yep. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't see it, Matt. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. My joy is just... Myra's grooving his head off. I like this song. I wouldn't put it in the top ten, but... Fade away. Oh, listen to that. That's a bridge. No, it's... This song is immediately made better by what John Barry did to it, like adding yeah. these horns. That this is all, this is all view to a kill. This is so eighties. This yeah. is eighties Bond. I love it. This is a crazy choice. This down, um, down to the wire. Get the golden eye theme, and this this is like if that. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. This is like if that thing happened. <laughs> uh, I like I we're not even talking. We're just <laughs> listening to it. Also, <laughs> face back in the day. I had a lot so of. Did, uh, did you? Oh, okay, that's comfort. I really did. I really did. I have a lot of things troubling music yeah. moments. Oh, me too. I recently went on a on a on a YouTube uh, drill down of of Ace of Base, watching them performing at like Eurovision. I and, had such a crowd. Uh, were they? Uh, nah, they were like. I just was like so fascinated by the men in the band. Yes. And just like, wow, this is, you just came out of, you just, this is what you did with your life. And it worked. Yeah. They both look like they should own breweries. One of Was they the producers? Wolf. How did they get in there? Wolf, yeah. Yeah. Were they, the, they were, weren't they siblings? Wasn't it pairs no, of siblings? siblings? Uh, yeah. The pairs of siblings. siblings. I think the, I think so, yeah. Yeah. But where, where were the, the guys also siblings? I don't know. They, there was some weird connections to ABBA. Yeah, like it was like a yeah. ABBA of its time. Yep, you don't have to listen to the whole thing, buddy. It's okay. I don't remember this breakdown. This isn't in the movie. No, they cut it out. Yeah, and they jump what into. A this is a nothing ridge where they literally just took things away. Yeah, no horns. <laughs> this is like a saxophone lyric. Yeah, but this is totally dirty sax. View to a kill. Water down. Well, it's no mistake that we haven't talked about view to a kill yet. That's so. true. Sorry, I keep saying. Oh, but we're about to. Let's move on to number seven. Oh, interesting. We're talking about number seven I'll here. I'll say mine is View to a Kill. <gasps> That's one for View to a Kill. It's on the board. Mine is for your eyes only. That means we're having a discussion round. 
It is a discussion round. Mine is the theme to Dr. No. That's number one for that. So that's just the James Bond thing. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's talk about it. This is one of those quintessential Bond songs that somehow just doesn't do it for me. I don't this know is what the, it is. I will say this about this song and why it is so high on my list and why it was so high on probably Andy's list is I think this is the most earwormy of all James Maybe Bond songs. It. I recognize that's my fair. problem with this song is me, not this song. It's just something doesn't appeal to me, but I could see why people love this song. This song gets into my head and like for the rest of the day, I will not... My, when my brain goes idle, it will start to have this in my head. Yeah, me too, but I, not always in a good way. There's a couple that stay with me that I like, but this one... I love that. That's very Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. Oh, here she comes. Right. I think this is this is probably meaningful to me because this is the one after after Spy Who Loved Me, right? No. No. After Moonraker. After Moonraker, okay. So then I'm definitely firmly entrenched as a Bond fan at that yeah. point. Yeah, and this one was everywhere on the radio. Yes. It was more a this radio This was a commercial hit, than, hit like, more yeah. than any of them, I think. Yeah, at, of the time, yeah. I love it. Pretty Sheen Easton. Yeah, you can't mm. argue. I mean, this is a classic. I just don't really choose to put it on. Where did this rank on your list, Matt? This is um, 16. That's mm, pretty low. For, yeah. Low the to bottom mid. of the middle. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have nothing to say about the song except that I love it. That's the problem when we get to the good ones. When we get to the good ones, we're just like, we're just like, no, we gotta listen to it. We gotta hear it. This is great. In a string of, let's see, the Moonraker. What came before Moonraker? Okay, so nobody does it better. Like, there was four movies in a row that were kind of lady ballads. Yeah. That was really big in the late 70s and early 80s. So it goes, nobody does it better. Um, Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, All Time High. Those are all kind of torch songs. Yeah. Maybe by then I'd kind of had it. Oh, no. <laughs> I was ready to move on. Oh, no. Back to the badass yeah. stuff. Except Rita Coolidge comes next. Was it Timothy like, Dalton that, that killed you, or what? what? Was it Timothy Dalton that killed it for you, or was it Pierce Brosnan? Oh, I like Timothy Dalton. No, but I mean, like, when you, like, let, sort of, when you sort of said to your old camp buddy James, I don't know if we can be friends right now, and walked about your life oh, before you came back to him. Brosnan. I was all it was Brosnan. for the Daltons. I, that's when it was, like, my phase two James Bond. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. What was your feeling on him? Dalton? Because Dalton in the first one, <clears throat> and I'm sure this must have been discussed uh, in depth, uh, but Dalton in the first one, it felt like they were going to do what they finally did with yeah. Casino Royale. And it was like, oh, we're going to do the hard version. Yeah. And then they immediately dispensed with that. Yeah. So what was your, did you? Um, I think I was, I was, what, this is like, he came out in 87, so I was 14. It didn't matter. I was just I wanted some bond. Like gotcha. I didn't question it. And yeah, I was so into it. And I think even at the time I knew down deep those movies were a little lukewarm, mm. but I was so hungry. And then I it just whetted my appetite. So when they got to Brosnan, I just wasn't. Were you hungry like the wolf or? 
Uh, well, interesting we'll segue. Moving on to number six. Well, this is the surprise for me because uh, I didn't realize we were doing the instrumental for Modern Majesty's Secret Service, and okay. I'm obsessed with the James Bond instrumental uh stuff it's just my favorite thing so ever, that's so. your number six that's my number six on her majesty's secret service it's with, a shame with that we probably aren't going to talk about that for a while that's um right. yeah so well, this brings us to i feel like we're going to get into a little bit of a disagreement here matt gorley okay i've listed the man with the golden gun here that's funny because that's where i have it <laughs> oh my goodness i can't believe you put it that high because people regard this including john barry as one of the worst Bond things. But it's so fun. But you haven't it's even mentioned fun. it yet. No, I have. It was at 12. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, we discussion rounded? We are. <laughs> oh, boy. Allow me to... Thanks to Matt Gorley and Matt Meyer for agreeing on number six. Mm. I, I even kind of feel like I was... <laughs> this thing. I feel like I was I kind of uh, I backed off on my own choice because I felt like I would have put it higher and I was like nobody's gonna want it higher oh yeah. no I we love this love song, this song. I'm surprised fun. we exactly agreed I thought you liked it yeah. more than I did this one like these things change we can yeah. do this next week yeah. and have a different list but this one is the one that stays in my head but I don't mind it and the lyrics are bonkers shot shot Lulu she must have been a timely pick. Like, oh yeah, well, sure. They, She's coming off going, of Two Sir with Love, right? Yeah, they're definitely going Shirley Bassey with this. Yeah, but listen to that, that bassy trombone or whatever that is. That is this the most seventies James Bond theme? Oh, I think it is. Probably. I'd be interested to break down how many of the songs are "You Hurt Me, James" or "You Are Toying yeah. with Me, James." How many of them are? I'm the villain is so scary. Oh, yeah. The villain is unbeatable. Somebody out there do that. Categorize these. What would be the third? Would there be another category? The third category is be careful out there, James. I'll miss you. Right. That's the third. I think and that's the third category. category of like I'm James Bond. No, he said that one. Oh, you did? Right? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you did. No. What were your What were your three categories then? Well, the, I wonder if my first one was similar to yours, but it's different. One is I sort of I feel like you're going to hurt me, James. And one of that's them is a separate be category, careful, darling. Yeah. That's so. So it's don't hurt me. Right. Be careful, darling. Now we're at two categories. Right. I'm James Bond. I'm the best. Right. Three categories. And the fourth category is look out. That villain's crazy. Right. <laughs> and uh, I assume going along with I'm James Bond, I'm the best would be you're James Bond, you're the best. <laughs> yes. Nobody does it better. Well, yeah. we've got as many categories as Bond songs. Now. Five categories of Bond well, songs. I think, I think the last one is just one category. Okay. This is the song that famously replaced the Alice Cooper version of, of Man with the Golden Gun mm -hmm. for this film. Have you ever heard that one? No. Yeah, it's not very good. No. Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, I love your voice crack in there. <laughs> I like that's the threat. He'll shoot anyone with his golden gun. Sure. Also, great little touches like that. So good. I love it. This is just a taste of the Alice Cooper version. Come on, that can't. This is like Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is crazy. This yeah. was a James Bond song? It was. Cho well, I think he was doing it, and then they heard it and went, uh, no. I would have loved to have seen his response. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is just this is just a fucking Alice Cooper song. Yeah. No. Oh, there it gets it a little bit. Even the production. This is another way to die all over again. Yeah. It's also, you can tell, just done with, like, four musicians. Yeah. Ooh. I love how incongruous he seems with, yeah. the, with, the, with the instrumentals. That's, like, the most vocally Alice Cooper ever was. Yeah. Who never seen? Oh. All right. Well, wow. there are two songs I feel like he should have stuck with, like, mentioned. a super fast version. Yeah. The usual. Genre. All right. So on to the top five. Top five. One, two, three, four. Yes, I have five. Two songs Great. remain we are, unmentioned. We are, we are, we are ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. who, who would like to go first? Uh, I just went first last time. Five. We're up to five. Yep. Yeah. This is where I have nobody does it better. Okay. Interesting. Two for nobody. Interesting. Does it We're not gonna hear about that one for a little while. <laughs> uh, my number five is. Number five. Number, number five. five. Now, I'm, oh. now I'm flummoxed. That's number five. Now I don't know what's happening. <sighs> That's well, number five. Well, you probably have the same reaction I just did to that for my number five, uh-huh. which is live and let die. Oh! Not as big a reaction as you might think. <laughs> so that well, is a no discussion round. I didn't think we'd have a non discussion round. This is on to unbelievable. Number four. Number four for me is live and let die. Number four for me is also live and let die. <laughs> Whoa! Number and number four, four for you, for Mr. Matt Gorley. is Skyfall, which means we have a double, double discussion, discussion round. Double round. discussion round. Oh, we round. have an embarrassment of riches. We were just in a drought round where there was no discussion. <laughs> and now we're in a bountiful round where there are two discussions. Double-O discussion round. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. I'm also very surprised that you guys put Goldfinger so much higher than me. I have it at number five. We're not talking about it yet, but... Yeah, I just what we're feel talking like... about. Oh. oh, this is Paul McCartney I've and Wings. Nothing but good things to say about this song. It just happens to be behind uh, four that I like a little better. This song would be the greatest song ever written if it didn't have the reggae bridge, which is Linda McCartney's yeah. contribution, right? You know, I this made me a little low on my list. I think any other given day I might switch this with my number four, Skyfall. Uh, this I is... think I think maybe this is I should probably have this higher than Skyfall. Wait, we're we're on number four right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is your number four. This oh, is my no, number, this number five. five. Number because I had a non-discussion five. round. Yeah. Oh, I it's love so it. So good with the, so the good. opening title too, or so. Also, what a great concert song he he gave himself. Yeah, I, know. I know. Fireworks. <laughs> Just a hoot. But it has that wings thing where, like, the bridge and the chorus and the verse lyrically have no connection. Yeah. Like, what does it matter to you when you got a job? You got. I guess that's kind of Bondy, but the reggae style. No, that's very Bond. I think that. The reggae thing just throws me off completely. Falcon that just. Hello, hello, Falcon. Oh, it's a James Bond. Goodbye, Falcon. Enjoy Murder House. (laughs) What uh, What did he have on his uh, his coat of arms? Who? Besides the, the world is not enough. The, the isn't it just the world? Bond family tree. Isn't it like four foxes? Oh, I don't know. And a 
I would hope it was a stag. Blue Knight. Oh, yes. Is it, though? Yes, it is. Really? Oh, good. We're not even talking about the song because there's nothing to say other than, other than it just, it's great. It just this is so amazing. So good. And they never really did anything like this in any other Bond theme. No, did it's, they? yeah, this one feels very original. This is what I'm talking about here. This is the originality mixed with sounds like a Bond song. Exactly. That is the that's the pinnacle. Is this the Are last time that's say? happened? I would argue no. Yeah, no. Myra is is and you cannot the control. you <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Convince me, by the way, that that's not John Lennon doing backing vocals. What? Doesn't it sound like him? It does sound like him. You're right. It sounds like him. I feel like it's the greatest secret of music. Wix Wibbly or whatever's in Wings. (laughs) Did you have you read um, Man on the Run? No. The Paul McCartney biography that like picks up the day the Beatles broke up. No. And like covers Wings. That sounds amazing. Hundred percent recommended. I'm into that because I love Wings. Hundred percent recommended to you. Love Wings. Oh, you'll find more out about them than you ever wanted to know. I'm in. So many, so many different. What a journey this song is. Yeah, it really is. Different styles. Do you feel like he took over Abbey Road Studios for like a month to make this song? Maybe. Or maybe it's produced by George Martin, so they probably did it yeah. in a day. Yeah. And they also probably knew, like, this is it. Like, this is going to be. I mean. It's not going to be where we make our mark, but it's going to be like this is a Bond theme. We yeah. got it, and I, that's kind of the thing that kind of bugs me about some of the other songs. Is I feel like people don't really always the performers or the songwriters don't always kind of take that mantle as like this is something that's going to be eternal. Like whatever yeah. the rest of my career is, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like how I do this yeah. song is like bigger than how I do my Christmas song. It needs timeless production. Right. I don't always give it that. That's true. But you know who did? That's an interesting point. Who? Adele with Skyfall. Oh. Very timeless. I think she's smart with this one. The melody, everything. It's pretty simple, this song. This movie's enjoyable. This one's growing on me a lot more. Yeah. Where Spectre is waning. Yeah. Skyfall's coming back up. Yeah. Do you think if we got another movie post Spectre that had Daniel Craig in it that featured James Bond, that Spectre would grow on us? Because I no. think there's like I think the taste in my mouth is the part the possibility that it might be Daniel Craig's swan song. I think it's I don't think it's gonna age well, and I think like we said, Quantum of Solace is gonna age better. Hmm. What did you guys? What was what hit you so off about Spectre? We loved it at the time. Oh, and now you've realized. Yeah. And now we're yeah. just sort of like, well, it's going back to like, I haven't rewatched it since we talked about it last time. And Matt has, and he said, it's not holding up as good as I thought. And the fact that I haven't bothered watching it again yeah. also is like a hint. You know what I do is I put on pieces of it, like on an airplane or something. Yeah. But I, I never really sit down to watch the whole movie because when I think about it, I go, oh, I got to get through all those right. lulls. And, yeah. Know. A lot of lulls. Yeah. This, listen to this, though. Come on. Whoever's making those drums doing a great job. Bond song. I know. She should do another one. I wish she would bassy the shit out of this franchise. I remember when this came out. Yeah. And I heard it and I went, I don't think I like this because... It felt like I had already heard it a million times, but then I realized that's just how good yeah. it was. Like this is 
how you do a Bond song without copying. Like, this seems more Bond song. It seems like this has been around since the 60s or something. Also, know. she's working the word Skyfall into the song like nobody's business. Yeah. So, A, you get points for that. Yeah. It's <laughs> a nonsense word. Jeez. I think she's blessed with having Adele's voice yeah. to be able to sell that. Boy, Adele. It doesn't really work. It doesn't hurt that the visuals for this are so good, too. So good. So good. I almost had. And who is this? Who? What? What point of view is this song? You'll never have my heart. It's it's. Uh, it's James Don't Bond. Hurt me, James. Is it a Don't Hurt Me, James, or is it James? Oh, maybe. You'll never have my heart. I guess it's you not go the James. Other way. No. I think it's more like Don't Hurt Us. Let <gasps> me help you, James. Is it M? I wonder. <laughs> I think maybe a little. I almost had the guy that does the visuals, Daniel Kleiman, on yeah. I Was There Too. And I would love to Why talk to him. Why couldn't you seal the deal? He wasn't in the States. He left before we could make what it the happen. fuck? You can't fly over there? I'm on. We'll write it out. We'll, write, we'll do a write-off. We should do a James Bonding live in London. We can at the London Ugh. Podcast next festival next That week. would crush. Our listenership over in the, across the pond is huge. Is it? Yeah. It's only appropriate. Do you think let we're going to let a couple of Yanks over there talk about their franchise? That's a great question. We it's might be. What if we, had, what if we had a British uh, gal or fella oh, I don't on there to balance to it people? out? Yeah, that's true. They are garbage people. <laughs> you guys just lost your day. Wait, what do you mean? London. I don't understand. No, I, it's, I mean, we're fucking at, angle files. Look at us. To the, to no, the day we if you saw that in the room we were sitting in. <laughs> There's plaid on the walls, guys. <laughs> it's plaid wallpaper. And there's a uh, stained oak. Yeah. Oh, listen to that. I might have to watch this movie after you guys leave. I don't disagree. I know it's unpopular. Best first date of my life. Seeing this movie. That was with Matt Gorley. That's right. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. That's where you met Dory. No. But it is where I met Matt. Uh, this is like crescendo too. Yeah, she's not giving up. No. She does it she doesn't want to every other way. Up. So you guys just came out of Skyfall and you were like that was We both seen it though. Yeah. We just had But we seen wanted it to see it together. I um I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as much on the Skyfall train. It's maybe a discussion for another time. No, I won't. No, we here's the deal, though. Anytime a James well, Bond movie comes out, mm-hmm. uh, Matt and I cherish the moment, and we see it multiple times in cinema. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, number three, guys. It's time for number three. Okay. What do we got? Well, uh, it's. I struggled with where to put it a lot uh-huh. because it's. I think such. Uh, such an example of the things we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, View to Kill. Oh. That's two for View to Kill. Interesting. Guess what, guys? What's that? We're going to talk about a View to a Kill next. It is a discussion round for View to a Kill. However, I will say now with mine, that's two for Goldfinger. Ooh. View to a Kill. Why do we like this so much? Well, it's different. Duran Duran but somehow. right from the top I mean, there. we're talking about the synth. Like We described how we don't right. like the synth don't, on a previous track, yeah, but it works on this. Why does this work? The, the aesthetic of the time 
and made and elevated the Bond uh, Sonic form. I think you're right about that. I think it's just a matter of like, it's so of the times. You know, we're talking about timeless productions of, of James Bond, and we're not doing. I don't know how to work your curtain, yeah, man. I'll do it. You keep talking. I just was. Not. We're talking about timeless productions, and this is so not timeless. This is so 1986, and yet it it still it's like a bullet, if you will. Like it's still so good. Oh my god, this is amazing. Matt's curtains are. You can go up or down with them. You can put them down and then raise the curtain. From the bottom. That's great. Oh, so, so if you want to jerk off from a crouch position, you could have it. <laughs> While you're so looking you can. Out at the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantastic. Listening to All Time High by Rita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rita. Rita. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting. Okay, so let's. Top, top five Bond themes to, to jerk off to? to. This has got to be number two. Well, I've just said my number one. So. Um, this one wasn't as high for me, I think, because it does feel slightly more Duran Duran than Bond. However, I love it. I love it. I love it. So it's a great song. Yeah. They work, Independent of anything. They work, the title of, they work a very hard title into the song. Yeah. Bonus that? point. Yes. <laughs> these, these production hits. Ugh. This song is so good. Mm. Yeah. Now these opening ding, titles ding, are ding, hilarious because they're all like neon black light. Yeah. Skiing, like neon lipstick and stuff. It really, when you yes. watch it with the titles, it feels way more eighties. Yeah. I'd also love to hear like a contemporary version of this song without the eighties mix and see how that sounds. Oh, be interesting. Can you, Chris can, can you do that, Chris Cornell? Can you do that for us? Uh, this song makes me happy every time I hear it. Me yeah. too. It just thrills me in a way that few songs do, and uh, it's fun to sing very loudly to in your car. Yeah. Let me ask this question: Are there any other up-tempo Bond songs? Uh, Living daylights. Uh-huh. Um, no, man with the golden gun. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the fastest, certainly. Yeah. Well, I feel like the Jack White one's fast as well. I feel like Jack White one's slower, but maybe I'm wrong. Whatever the case, so fun and catchy, and yet still drenched in cool spy Sonic. Cool spy. Yeah. Well, I uh, I'm so happy that we're doing this again. Yeah, me too. It really feels, feels right. Feels right. Feels let's, right. Let's the three of us go to the river. All right. We're going to dance into the in. fire, I think. Oh, yeah. All right. We're on to number Ooh, two. Number two. And everything's been mentioned at this point. It's just a matter of how, how this is going to come down. All right. Wait, how is this possible that we're on to number two, but we still have we miss? three songs? Four songs that have not been tied. I see. About. This is why I said you there's, should have marked it earlier. Well, no, there's four combinations of two. It's a fa- fascinating math question. That I there's four combinations at. of two. But we're. You're watch, watch. It's okay. going to work itself out. Right, It'll work you. itself out. Okay. All right. What's your number two, guys? My number two is Honor Majesty Secret Service. Andrew Goldfinger. 
mine oh. is the James Bond theme from Dr. No. Oh my God, that's interesting how we just said three different songs. But. Watch the math. <laughs> Real, real superior about this. I feel like I'm in M's office. <laughs> no, I think we, I think we completely missed one. I'm just trying to cover. We'll up. see. But it's time to talk about Goldfinger. What can, what can be said other than you play that horn section and everyone knows, it's the most classic of the James Bond themes. I it's think. the world record, right? It's the it's one to be. Incredible. Ah, it's so sparse when it's not blaring too. Yeah. I those feel like, horns, like that, th- this is at the bold. This song right now is playing at the perfect level, level on my headphones. That it sounds like we're doing an NPR piece about Shirley Bassey. Might as well. A cold finger. I mean, okay, this is a lookout, buddy. This okay. villain is Danger Mouse. It's also the first time with the movie, with the song, where everything just kind of clicked. I think I read a thing where John Barry even was like writing this song, kind of going. This is what I think this should all be. This kind of cool brass and like interesting flicking guitar. Such a tone setter, like yeah. such a character setter, and basically what you're saying in terms of the badass villain yeah. aspect of it. It's like what a bold choice yeah. for it to be about the Do villain you know and not the hero. Here's yeah. what's interesting about this movie. Everything in this, every aspect of this movie. The girls, the cars, the gadget, the villain, the locations is on point. My yeah. least favorite thing about this movie is James Bond's character. Why? He's always two steps behind. Yeah. In this in this movie, active. he is two I, steps I, behind. I mean, that's a valid point about this movie, but I, I will say No, no, is... that part is like cool and hip. <laughs> Trump Pence. Which thing? Um, <laughs> the rampant misogyny in this. This film specifically, I mean, it's... Well, see, so you set me up badly to say that this is my favorite Bond film. <laughs> well, this is an infamous episode Man talk. of podcast as well, where... Oh, yes. This is the Ahead one of most time. asked that we redo, so maybe we Ahead will of its at time. some point. Yeah. Ahead oh, of its time. please invite me back. Okay. What is the... I don't know, Andy. Well, especially if you go to London, so I can antagonize all the English with you. <laughs> no, I love this film, though. It's... This song's incredible. I, I almost this don't know what more to say misogynistic than the other ones. Has that been? It was addressed. In I your think this. Thought, I mean, this one especially because he's like turning a lesbian. Forcibly. 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 Yeah, this is the one barn. Barn. <laughs> By beating her up in a barn. Right. Yeah. Acquaintance rape. It was. Uh, they were not. A they date. were. It wasn't even date rape. They were tumbling. It was a series of tumbles. Sure. Judo flips that caused her to renounce her lesbianism. Right. Let's talk about this. Song. Pussy galore. Although it hasn't been as it wasn't as esta- as established in the movie. Right. Pretty clear, I think, though. Other than the style of dress of her, yeah, she wore pants. I mean, come inferiors. on. Yeah. I guess uh, I say let's talk about this song, but I honestly don't know that there's that much to say. I am surprised that this one is coming in behind as a group. What's coming before it? Coming behind is a group. What's coming before it? This is an interesting, interesting thing. Number one. Oh, because you have it so low. Yeah, you have it. You just have it too low. We still have three songs left to talk about. How are we going to do that? Oh, we're all going to fill in the third hole, right? Does every song have two? Yeah, different. So we won't have a clear winner, but these three are coming in. This. this, So you're telling me 
that the final discussion round is going to be a three-peat? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> you were right. Exciting. This is exciting. You right. Tell your sister you were right. Okay, so uh, what we've got here is a three-way tie. I don't know how this system works, but it's... Nobody you know did. what? This is a fucking satisfying system was, for me. That was a Jedi quote. We should know. We should, each, nice. we should each say ours. Okay, then. yeah. My favorite is Nobody Does It Better. Okay. From The Spy Who Loved Me. So let's stop and talk about that now. Okay. And um, This song is so fucking good at just being a song. I think that's my problem with it, and I don't uh, have a big problem with it. I love it. It's that this is a better song. Carly Simon, a hundred percent Bond for me. This is. Uh, I love it though. Hamlish, Harry Hamlish. Uh, yeah. And Marvin Hamlish. Marvin, no, sorry, Marvin Hamlish. You're thinking of Harry Hamlin. I am indeed, <laughs> and I wish Harry Hamlin side fucking moonlit as an amazing uh, musical composer. I can't believe you have this above Goldfinger. And uh, but that is, I just do because I love it. Yeah. Somehow you found me. Now, now hear me out. I love this song. Yeah. But this is not that far off from Rita Coolidge's All Time High. I disagree. The here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Seeing the violins. The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, it's great. She, na- know, she the, name the, checks the song yeah. in the song, the and it sounds notch. fucking perfect. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to sell me. I love this thing. Carly Simon's great. It's, uh, it does, uh, the strength of it, I will, uh, I will also argue, is that it, it, uh, it does that thing of taking Carly Simon and infusing it with James Bond. Yeah. So I think in that way it's successful as a James yeah. Bond theme. It's not a, a typical James Bond no, song. No, even at the time I think people were a little thrown by it. But but the nobody <sighs> does it better to me is as a lyric something that I think was not really addressed in as effective a, like yeah you're yeah right. that's Carol that's what's great about James Bond. That's true. I that's I, I was true. forgetting her name, but it's Carol Carol Bear Sager who was the co-writer oh, of this okay. song. Had she learned to do oh, this song? Great. I mean, it's part of it's Carly Simon's vocal, part of it's just the string, the constant strings in the background. I mean, it is just for me, this song is I can't quarrel with this song. This is my favorite song. This is your so, this is your number one bond. This song. is my number one bond song. Wow, oh, I love it all. I just want to like. I just want to be in that movie now. This oh, listen hit it. I love these horns. Yes. This, yeah, that's so oh, strings. That's strings. Those are strings. Oh, are they? Yep. Yeah, those are strings. The horns do come though. Oh yeah. Fine. Yeah, right there. Bump, bump, bump. And she's doubling her own vocal track there. She's singing. She's responding. Call and response. Oh, so good. There. There they are. <laughs> oh, this is the most delighted I've been by a song in a long time. <laughs> it's really pleasant. It'd be great if you could fool 
the world into uh, having this be your theme when you came out on talk shows. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to go next because I think we should end on yours, Andrew, Okay. just to, to do the franchise it's due. Yeah. Uh, mine is the theme to On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, my God. I I love the main Bond theme, but there's something about this and the instrument choice, the synths and the bass and the French horns. and This is a three-way tie for first. Yeah. This could, Someone online, please, you could compile our list based in the order in which we talked about each song and that's our list or oh fair enough yeah or yeah. I mean certain ones like they could average our scores no I think th- it should be just the point that we talked about them oh right the point oh, that oh, by yeah, the time right. all three that is the average oh yeah so do that what yeah. year was this 68 Eight. yeah so that's mm-hmm I, just I think that's why this is so... It's such a complete uh, example of all the different styles. Like, this is sort of the action-y kind of yeah. moments. And then you have the hard yeah. opening. It's hard not to think of someone skiing during 100%. This. Yeah. <coughs> or being chased in speedboats. Oh, hey, you heard... We heard her. <gasps> I can get it through. It just, it's, oh my god, it sounds like, it sounds like we're just Blofeld's cat. It sounds like that's what's happening here. That is going to weird out somebody who normally doesn't hear their cat when they're listening to podcasts. You tell me when you wanted to say me out. Countdown, and I'll get her to do it on one. Hang on, I'll try to get it on the, on the beat. What? Do, oh, there yeah. we go. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, wait. So oh, oh. Let's try it one more time. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds abusive, but you're just petting her. Look at this. There's like vibes or something. There's xylophone or vibes in there or something that's amazing. Well, I think what we like or what I like so much about the song is how versatile it is in the score of the film. Yeah. It's and it's great. throughout the film and it's a great, it's such a great, uh, it's a great story. It's a great Those movie. Horns. I watched this movie the other day. How's it hold up? Good. Is it a Christmas movie? Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that good, was good time. Nailed it. She knows what she's doing. Nailed it. All right, ladies All right. and gentlemen, the number one James Bond song here for James Bonding, and I think uh, appropriately so. I mean, from Doctor No, perfection. I mean, it really is. Can't argue Good with Lord. that. Even though it was written for a musical about. India. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. That's why you have that. It's about a guy with a horrible sneeze. What? This is a song written with like sitar about yep. a guy who has a sneezing problem. The House of Mr. Biswas. This melody was written by Monty Norman and yep. then he used it for this sped it up and that's where they get into their big dispute is like what did John Barry do he sped it up and put this orchestration to it and made it cool but ultimately Monty Norman got the rights to it wow 
Uh, but you can I mean, hear John Barry all over this thing. Yep. It's, they should have split the rights. There is no... And, you know, it's, it's tough between Goldfinger and this. That was the big choice for me at the end, obviously, as I think it would be. But... Uh, there's nothing. It's this is a this, this is, is everything. It's this also because this is Sonic James Bond. There is yeah. nothing. You don't think of Doctor No when you hear this. You think of James Bond because right. it's 100%. used in all the films. Well, it's because they were they were they were smart to yeah. do that to keep bringing it back. I don't ski anymore, but there's never been a point that I have skied in my life that I've not at some point hummed this to myself. Because yeah. I am a sad person. <laughs> Vic Flick on guitar. Yeah. Uh, that's something you told me on the drive here. I'm that guy. So he does get his due because yeah. I've never, I've never heard that before. Vic Flick was a session guitarist in in London, who played on a ton of stuff. He plays all the instrumental guitar on the Hard Day's Night soundtrack too. Oh wow! Yeah, on the score of the Hard Day's Night, not on any of the Beatles tracks. But Vic Flick is like the best. Do you hear that? I did hear that. It's a bird that? crashing into the window because. Amanda put a like a lucite bird feeder on the window, so they just <laughs> so <crash>. cruel. <laughs> well, they barely ever do. They usually just sit there and eat it happily, but sometimes they're like they don't know how to handle it. Um. Wow, that I I, I got to tell you, I can't believe we got through everything. What a delightful series of songs! But we're uh, uh, we not should mention entirely done. Yes, we should mention some of our other favorites. Like the theme to "Never Say Never Again," which I have that on Andy my list. tried to put on his list. Yeah. I put my. I put and that, Matt also. What I put that between twenty two and twenty three tomorrow between writings on the wall and tomorrow never dies. Ah, I see. Yeah. I put mine twenty two too for "Say Never Say Never Again." So, it's a bad irritating. Yeah, it's it's a bad recording. I can't even place recording. it. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you. Never. Oh, never now I can. Never again. Never, 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 say never, never, never again. Never. Yeah. So. Now I remember so, that. So that thought. one's a little ear earwormy. Earwolfy. Ten seconds on it. That was a little earwolfy. <laughs> you know. This was an alternate. Never say never again. Tell me if you think this would have been better. Anyone known? Phyllis Hyman. Unfortunate. I mean, they're really going for that same feel. Yeah. Well, definitely better than the other one. Yeah, and I think when you hear the hook. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone has a door. It has that, it has that synthy. Yeah. That's like 1984 Van Halen synth in there. Yeah. yeah. Come on in. Take a seat, song. You need some oh, coffee? Definitely better than the other one. Yeah. Still somewhat forgettable, but also we should mention, listeners, you're getting just the left channel of the stereo feed. Yeah, that is true. To one, so if you want to hear the full sonic spectrum, visit your local library. <laughs> visit your local Bond friends iTunes library. So where would you guys put? We have all the time in the world. The Herb Alpert Casino Royale. Well, we have all the time in the world. I originally listed in my list, and I believe I placed that at. Like 14. I have it at between 7 and 8. Uh-huh. Very song. high, huh? It doesn't feel very Bondy doesn't at all. doesn't feel Bondy Play at all. Huh? Can you play that one now? Yeah. I don't know that and I... I think because it feels so un 
that's why it didn't make it very as high as it could have on the list. Because I do like, I mean, I like the movie, I like the score, I like Louis Armstrong. It doesn't feel like a Bond song at all. No. But it's so good. That movie's just such an oddity that it somehow fits in the movie, but not the franchise. But this is what I mean. This is obviously, obviously, you know, you can't knock Louis Armstrong, but this is not him bringing the franchise to him no. or him no. going to the franchise. I'm not sure he's even aware of the franchise. <laughs> <Yeah. recording. laughs> I guess I put that Herb Alpert Casino Royale. Somewhere around twenty or something. I don't, I don't love it, but that Tito point yeah. one. Tijuana, Tito Tijuana Brass. Tijuana Brass, yeah. I mean, it's pleasant for sure. I love the way it ends with the horns at the end. thing we should mention because this has come out since we last talked oh this is interesting and uh some new information wait how do i get this through a new thing we have to talk about oh not sure how to put this on these speakers um do you have what is it an iphone 7 yeah, where's that little you know what that thing doesn't work well okay i gotta tell you that much i'll just put it up to the uh thing. yeah i was gonna say uh where is that one uh go ahead you can pick it up and pull it over to you because i just turned all the volume all the way down on it so you can handle that mic guys we're gonna hear something this is very very long episode but still not our longest episode yet yeah no Sure. Oh my God, Matt, you're embarrassing us. Our listeners have come to expect this exact level of professionalism. This is the uh, we just we just sit out the pauses. No, sit them out. What do you mean? Don't cut them out. You don't cut them out. No, kids love cut pauses. They can't get enough pauses. Is that true? Yeah, it gives them time to do something else. I'd like to see a hashtag on that and see if hashtag I love pauses. Or hashtag I don't love Go pauses. ahead and uh, at Andrew Secunda and uh, <laughs> send him the hashtag I love pauses. <clears throat> pauses yes, pauses no. Speaking, Matt and I have been uh, talking about doing a podcast. So. We are doing a podcast coming out next year, guys. Early next year. It's called Star Trek, The Next Conversation. Really a great name. Andy thought of it. I said, sure, that's a good name. And then I said, are you humoring me? And I said, no, it's actually a great name. What's the name? Star Trek, The Next Conversation. See, got oh, a, got got a it chuckle. Got, <laughs> got the requisite tiny chuckle. <laughs> All right. Forgive the quality on this, but this is the Radiohead version, the rejected Spectre theme song. Mm. Yeah. 
Do you think it was like just a letter from Michael G. Wilson? Said, we're really sorry. What? This sounds not like this that. Is, this sounds this just like Spectre. This sounds a lot like that theme. <laughs> I mean, they're doing creep here, clearly. No, he went, he went on YouTube. He made a classic YouTube mistake. Classic YouTube mistake of thinking that their little thumbnail is going to tell you everything you need to know about that video, and then nothing. Didn't yeah. happen. Well, I believe we've played it before. Yeah. I think we played it in November. I don't know. I thought you were just having a great time with yourself. Well, then let's wrap it up. Oh boy, that uh, that was it. Was felt good to to get in again and and give her a spin before we put her back into mothball. The old That's Aston exactly Martin, right? Yep. It's a uh, really a fun thing. Uh, Andy, do you have anything to promote besides Star Trek: The Next Conversation coming next year? No, While no, you're doing it really quickly, I'm going to um, underscore that with uh, a little um, GoldenEye theme song from Ace of Base oh, for nice. you. Now, mm. it's called The Juvenile, but it would have been called GoldenEye. Uh, tell us what you're up to. Andrew, what do you, Andrew, what do you got? Um, you know, I'm... Uh, we talk about maybe people come check out uh, The Swarm. Swarm, once a month, every first uh, Saturday of the month at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Sunset Theater at Ooh. 9 p.m. That's uh, some great improv. You got yourself your uh, you got Andy Daly's, your Sean Conroy's, your Billy Andrew Sikander's, your Billy Merritt's, your guest improviser. It's, uh, it's a home run. It's a good time. Uh, or I'm uh, every Friday at 9.30, the first show in the 9.30 Friday slot at UCB Franklin with uh, with Soundtrack. Soundtrack, great show. Um, and, uh, and that's got Jason Manzoukas, Brian Husky, Brian Gallivan, Mary Holland, Gene Felipe. Uh, I saw Jason pop up in uh, Gilmore Falcon. Girls, A Year in the Life. Nice. I was like, nice work, Jason. Way to be in that thing I love. And uh, and uh, at Andrew Secunda on Instagram. There you go. The trying to, you're trying to boost your yeah, Instagram sure, followers. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and I know why. <laughs> <laughs> but we will never tell. Matt Gorley, what yeah. do you have to promote? Well, you know, I don't know that I have a whole lot coming up. Just, you know, the regular podcast. I was there, too. We got a good Mark Marin episode coming up uh -huh. and uh, Star Wars holiday What special. was Mark also in? Almost famous. Sure, yeah. And uh, what are you doing with the Star Wars holiday special? Doing it's a podcast I do called "I Was There Too." Where I talk to someone who had either a small part or were there on set that can tell the real stories. Uh -huh. So, got someone from that. You might want really enjoy. Which character? It's not a character. Oh, it's someone on the crew that was there the whole time. You hear? I've heard. I've heard legends of all the coke that everyone was yeah, doing. Yeah, so we talk about that a little oh, bit. Exciting! I can't wait. You might enjoy the Hanukkah episode of. Uh, the Goldbergs. Goldbergs. It's called Hanukkah Solo. Oh. Where Adam Is discovers... You know, it's coming out, and I think it airs in two weeks. Um, but uh, Adam sees the Star Wars holiday special. A lot of Star Wars specific oh, And realizes... Matthew and myself in there. Realizes, hang on, this might not be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it. What's happening in life? Uh, yeah. Watch the watch uh, watch the Goldbergs. Check out Matt's podcast. Uh, for me, it's just uh, go listen to my wife and I started a podcast called Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, where we talk about us going through IVF and 
Good news, bad news. Uh, there's going to be a lot more episodes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, I, I will say this uh, now. Uh, there's a look for some uh, some look for some more ways to get James Bonding next year, we early next year. We talked about it yeah. here today, and uh, it sounds like it's it's a fair chance that yeah. it might happen, and and uh, even at a more consistent way. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that, guys. We know you love the podcast. We love doing it. And I'm glad that we finally were like, fuck it. It just proves that we'll always be back again. James Bonding will return. Yes. Stay the, subscribed. The bat signal goes off. And we, re- we respond. That's it. Because James Bonding will Oh, my return. God. I completely forgot how we end this podcast. <laughs> James Bonding will return in. We'll find out. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.